1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Rick, Jill, and Smokestaff having fun with a world gone crazy.
1: Sunny Update is
3: brought to you by Farah and Farrah. Okay, governor, I mean governor. Senator Menendez, Bob Menendez in New Jersey. This guy uh, in 2018 uh, was acquitted and not even acquitted. I guess it was a hung jury and uh, it was all about bribery. The case was not as strong as it is now. Right now, they found out that Mr. Menendez was doing deals with Egypt And all kinds of corruption. He was getting gold bars, uh, his jacket in his closet. When the FBI raided, they found $485,000 in cash in one of his jackets. It's so weird because it was
4: just like stuffed in pockets.
3: Yeah, there's money all over the house. Uh, it's clearly what it is. He was doing all kinds of influence peddling. In other words, uh, he had a friend there in Egypt that uh, needed some help with a farm. Is it India or Egypt? Am I getting it's the, Egypt, I it's think. It's Egypt. Yeah, it is Egypt. Anyway, so he, uh, he had Biden because he was very influential at the time, and Biden and him were kind of buds and not anymore. They see differently in a lot of important stuff that Biden's important to Biden. And um, he uh, talked Biden into hiring this prosecutor that would not this sounds just like Burisma. that would not prosecute his friend in Egypt a farmer or actual industrial farmer i'm not talking about a guy with a pick you know with pitch a pitchfork pitchfork and that uh, to protect him also to get him influence in the united states to help his business it's bribery it's it's selling influence it's exactly what hunter biden does with joe but of course now Biden doesn't like Menendez, so because they don't see eye to eye on about five different major, you know, policies that Biden wants to push, and Menendez is, was very influential in New Jersey, and that's a very important thing to Biden. So all of a sudden, they're indicting him. So he's got a bunch of accounts of bribery and scheming with crooks in Egypt. It just goes crazy. So anyway, the FBI raided his house, got all this stuff. Yesterday, he came out. He says, I'm not stepping down. I'm not quitting. That money came from an ATM. I don't know any ATM that gives you half a million dollars, okay? Or gold bars. Yeah, he was like, that was for my savings. That was all mine.
5: Oh, you guys have the audio of him? No. The thing. Oh, didn't I get that thing here?
3: So the FBI uh, said that as soon as he got home with the gold bars, he went to Google. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> and looked up how much a gold bar is worth. <laughs> my gold doubloon. For 30
5: years, I have withdrawn thousands of dollars in cash from my personal savings account which I have kept for emergencies and because of the
1: history of my family facing confiscation in Cuba.
5: When all the facts are presented, not only will I be exonerated, but I still will be the New Jersey's senior senator. Yeah,
3: he said he's running for office again.
5: This guy has some balls, man. I'm telling you what. Exonerated, but we have too much evidence. And don't
4: Republicans and Democrats dislike him alike?
3: It's like oh, yeah. both sides are like nah, no, dude, just go away. Yeah, we take side. bribes
5: from local people, not other countries.
3: <laughs> so so the uh, the year 2018 when he gets off on the first charges of bribery, the very same year he goes and meets with more criminals in Egypt. That that's, he didn't even wait 2 seconds. Well, and that's where the gold, buddy, would would least suspect him. That's where the gold bars came from. Did he get the Porsche or the Mercedes? Which one's him? He got the Mercedes, Biden's got the Porsche. <laughs> Dude, it's exact. They actually went out. Uh, Don't ask me why this happened. Yesterday, somebody from the Senate Foreign Relations Committee that works for Menendez went out and asked Fetterman what he thought.
6: And now I'm standing next to the president, again, next to a a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the the governor and the the,
3: the delegation. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. They did ask Fetterman, but I don't have that audio. But I just wanted to play that again. The Uh, delegation.
4: (laughs) Why is he allowed to be in office? I mean, bless his heart. Oh, God. Let the, the guy me- recover
3: for crying out loud. The memes are spectacular on the Fetterman story. Did you, you, you told me about that one yesterday where he's in the uh, in Washington, D.C. in the fountain. Oh, yeah. he's yeah. in the fountain taking a bath? No. It says Schumer allowed him to? Well, you know, t- my message to the, the CEOs the is, you know, it's $74 million,
5: you know, collectively earning that. You know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to, to water uh, to ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> and, you know, his wife had to pay for those boobs somehow. Oh, dude, yeah, I was going to say, is the community pool open or no?
3: No, I'm, not ta- I'm not talking about Fetterman. Oh, oh Menendez, Menendez has yeah. boob? Have you seen the pictures? No, I mean, she's, I
5: haven't seen the wife. I've seen him. She's but. older. Let me get a look. No, but those things must have cost at least a gold bar. Maybe they are the gold bars. Maybe they're hidden in there. <laughs> oh, dude, wouldn't that be something? There's gold doubloons in the silicon bags.
4: <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> oh, yeah, she has really big boob.
5: Huge. Oh, oh, my. She's too tall for him. Yeah.
3: So, oh, I love the part where he sticks uh, racism in there. Well, you know, being a Cuban, I got to hide my money in my coat. (laughs) You're a senator, idiot.
4: (laughs) He looks like somebody made him out of clay and then put their hand on the top of his his head and just like smushed him down a little bit.
3: Yeah, yeah. He looks like a Play-Doh guy that got squished. (laughs) While the Democrats are panicking here, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I don't know if you remember when Tucker Carlson asked, Trump, he said, you know, you've been indicted how many times? Five times now. Uh, they've come after you while you were president. The Russian hoax that was cooked up by Hillary Clinton. And then it was the uh, Ukrainian phone call. And uh, you got impeached twice. And they uh, every time they indict you, your, your ratings go up. He goes, what's next? They're going to kill you? Because they're going to assassinate you. Remember the question he asked. Yeah, he, he said, "Don't
4: him? you have a real fear that they're actually going to try to kill you?"
3: Yeah, and and my that fear is beginning to come to fruition here because when you see these numbers, former pre- and this is an ABC Washington Post poll. This is very liberal. Organization ABC, same thing with the Washington Post. So former President Donald Trump is currently leading the president. Yesterday it was by nine points. Today, ten points among voters in a general election scenario if it happened today.
4: Anytime you try to silence somebody to the extent that they're trying to silence him, people want to hear what they have to say. They go, wait a minute, why do you want to silence this person so bad?
3: Why, why, why are you trying to take him out so much? Maybe we want to hear what that person's got to say. The Post tried to downplay the results of its own poll after it showed Trump with such a commanding lead. However, the sizable margin of Trump's lead in this survey is significant because even when he won in 2016 and even now in 2020, when he was going into that election, he never had this kind of a lead. And I know it's early, but it's still a 10-point lead. So ABC News lost her mind. Martha Raditz was out. Did you ever see Martha Raditz? Why is she still on the air? I don't know. Martha Raditz. She was there. I think she's Merrick Garland's wife. I'm kidding. Uh, ABC News, Martha Raddatz was like, this can't be
7: happening. Martha, these numbers are simply staggering for the sitting president. 44 percent of people in this poll say they are not as well off as they were at the start of the Biden administration two and a half years ago. Those are the worst numbers that we've seen in our ABC News, Washington Post polling. It's a question we've been asking going back to the Reagan administration.
3: No, it's insane. Nobody's better off. I mean, you talk to anybody. I mean, I don't have any rich friends, but I talk to people that are upper middle class, middle middle class, lower middle class, poor people, and they all say the same thing. It's still insane. Inflation is not down. Don't believe that. Nope. Inflation is up overall from when Biden came into office is still about 16 percent higher than it was before he was in office. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's because of Ukraine. No, it's not. That's a big lie they manufacture to make you feel like, you know, well, well, you know, we have to do this because, you know, we have to s- protect Ukraine. That's right. a bunch of bunkers. It's not just
7: the state of the nation or the policies that are giving people pause on President Biden. It seems to be the man himself.
3: Yeah, Martha, let's talk about age. It's not about age. It's
7: about senility. This is a question we asked. Should Biden be at the top of the ticket? 62% of Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents said they think that someone else should be the presidential nominee, although uh, the party is deeply split on who that someone else
3: should be. And now the shocking part for them. Here Martha, we go.
7: Maybe the most startling number in our poll is this, the, the hypothetical matchup, a rematch of Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Our poll with The, with the Washington Post pegging this at 51% to, uh, for, for Donald Trump over Joe Biden, that is a 9-point edge. Now, that's only a couple of points difference from our last poll in May, but it is significantly different than most recent polls.
3: Jill, it's only a nine-point difference. Can you imagine (laughs) if that was the other way around? This is a nine-point lead. Biden has this thing in the bag. Absolutely. (laughs) That's only a nine-point. It's only a 50-point. Come Whatever you do when you go out there today, downplay it. Now, uh, Representative James Clyburn, you probably don't know who he is. This is from South Carolina, obviously a Democrat. He's the one who set it up. Remember, I don't know, a smoker remembers that election when 2016 was around and they wanted to get Hillary to be the sole candidate. They wanted to get rid of Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bernie was burning it up. He was doing pretty well. He stood. He could have beaten Hillary, but then they they manufactured oh, yeah, all this crap. They literally rigged the primary
5: for the Democrats to yeah. get rid of Bernie Sanders. They were, you know, so we're doing this together. And then as soon as it came close, Hillary's like, throw him under the bus. We're done with you now, Bernie. Now yeah. that I've taken your people... She had a lot of power, and oh, they yeah. they they railroaded bernie
3: sanders i'm not a fan of Bernie's, but at the same time that's they rigged that. they rigged that so James Clyburn was the guy who greased the tracks for Biden to become this time to become the nominee which is uh, 20, uh 2020 right yeah 2020 yeah. so uh he also now is preparing himself for Kamala Harris he was on meet the press on Sunday meet the pressed and had this to say about Kamala this guy's actually this is one of the best uh backhanded is it a compliment? Yeah, backhand compliment yeah. I've ever heard. Listen to this. I see her
6: as a part of that future. Absolutely.
7: Is she the future of the Democratic Party? Oh,
6: she could very well be. I think she is running a very good uh, uh, campaign. Her speech last night was great. <laughs> And I look to her uh, as a a successor.
0: You just fell out of a coconut tree?
6: Uh, To this president. LLJ Cool. But I also know the history of that as well. Uh, It's not a given. You don't automatically move up. She'll have to compete.
0: Raise your hand if you went to school on a school bus, (laughs) right?
6: Uh, going forward with whoever may have dreams and aspirations.
3: Do you like my artistry there? I do. I'm
4: trying to find the backhanded compliment, though.
3: It, it, she'll have to work. Oh, okay. In other words, she's not up to the she's task. She's not right working now. But this okay. guy's such a slick politician, and he's like, you know, that would that was, I told you, just very slick, mm-hmm. soft-edged, backhanded. He would never outright no. say an insult. Oh, no, because he's a staunch Democrat. He's this, this is one of the, he drank the Kool-Aid a long time ago. But he's still living in the era of the old Democrat, which wasn't a bad thing. No. I mean, now the Democrat Party no longer exists, has been taken over by a bunch of left-wing radicals. crazy people on, and there's crazy people on both sides, but they they have a lot more.
4: Yeah, there's extremes on both sides, but how extreme do you have to be to make what we would call a regular Democrat, right? like Bill Maher, seem a little to the right because the extreme left is so far left.
5: Yeah, they just move the scale, not the
3: belief. I mean, I would would characterize uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. as, uh, you know, pretty much a, Moderate rep- uh, Democrat, right? You know, yeah.
5: Of, of but the they don't day. like
3: him. He's not extreme enough for them. No, he's
5: not. Well, well no, because he's, he's he's too extreme. We can't have that. Look at him. He's reasonable. We won't have that. Right. No, he's the only candidate in history to not get Secret Service protection. That's Dude. so
4: weird. Nobody thinks that's strange. Of course, it's strange. But, but you don't see so it anywhere. Times, like nobody's talking no. about it.
3: Nobody says anything. Dude, these people are ruthless. They don't care if he gets killed. They really don't. They don't. They're probably sitting there going, "Oh, well, if he gets off, that's fine." Like he's a Kennedy, he's probably used to it. I'm predicting there's going to be an assassination attempt on Trump. I just I'm surprised
4: got, there hasn't been one yet.
3: I think it's the last it's their last re, uh, you know. They've uh, tried
4: everything. They they have yeah. they're they
3: they're out of resources. They, they he's unstoppable at this point. So the Breakfast Club co-host, uh, this is up in New York at Power 105.1, Charlemagne the God. Can I can change my name can to I, Rick the God? Rick, Rick the Lord. Yeah, like how pompous are
5: you to call yourself that?
3: The God. Yeah.
4: Hey, maybe, I mean, maybe the name was given to him. I know sometimes when you start in radio and you, you're like brand you think, new you and then, the program
5: director said
3: I
4: that. don't know maybe he got maybe he got ratings really really fast in a really short amount of time and they were like we're gonna call you Charlemagne the God and being you know a young kid you're probably like alright cool I'll take that name I don't
3: know I don't know how he got it well, he's considered the spokesperson for the black community in New York. Not everybody agrees, but the majority of people do. He has got, he does have great, good ratings. So anyway, he was on Monday. You probably remember him from the interview with Biden when this occurred.
8: Long way until November. We got
6: more questions. You got more no questions. Time. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see. Take a you look party. at my
3: record, man
5: you're Look, I am black You're lying <laughs> Take a look at my record, man Yeah, we have been You're a big fat liar Well, <laughs> his boy, Biden
3: Kind of stepped in it the other day And here's what happened yesterday on uh, his show And while giving his speech about LL This happened
6: the Two of the great artists of our time Representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America LLJ Cool J uh, By the way that boy's got, got got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's
5: LLJ Cool J. Uh, we'll get back to that in a second. A lot of people are upset that Joe Biden referred to LL Cool J as a boy. Uh, as you can hear, he corrected himself on the spot. You know why Joe Biden corrected himself? Because he's 137 years old. He fully understands the word boy in the racial context around a white man referring to a black man as boy. See, boy is absolutely a white racist word when used in a certain context. And I know that because I'm from South Carolina, dropping a clues bomb from
3: South Carolina. Okay, but that's where you lost me, Charlemagne, Mister God. Uh, you didn't say the truth, and this guy always talks about he. You know, he's about the truth. The truth is, Biden, your boy, is a racist. He's a racist over and over again. He's a racist. He
4: didn't call him that. Though, one of his did he? best
3: friends was one of the local. Uh, what do they call him? Wizards of the KKK. Oh, oh really? Since Senator right. Berg, Yeah. Yeah, Nobody mean, brings that went, up, though. He went to his funeral. He eulogized him. I mean, come on. Say it. Say if you're going to be Mr.
5: Truth, say it. He's not Are gonna... you Google organized him. Yeah. Boy mm-hmm. is re- referred, uh, when, well, when somebody uses the word boy to refer to an adult black man and the speaker is white, that takes on a whole different meaning. And yeah, whatever. Okay, well.
3: Still, I didn't know that. Still not a fan, but he can redeem himself at some point. By yeah, I, saying the truth. By by calling Biden a racist? Yeah, Biden is a racist. He's got a history of racism. It goes back his entire career. Well, he there's audio of him saying the N-word, left and right. It's like, what? In office. And the ultimate racism in politics today is that Democrats, mostly white Democrats, even some black ones, but mostly white Democrats, expect black people to vote only one way. That they have no choice. Just like Biden just said, hey... If you don't vote for me, you're you're not black. That's what they expect. Is that the most derogatory, infuriating thing that somebody could say to you because of your race? You can only think and act a certain way. That's truth. Right. But they never bring that up.
5: So yeah, I think it was funny that Charlamagne went on. He's like, you know, LL Cool J is not new. Like Biden was my age when he came out. Like yeah. you need the teleprompter to figure out his name. Yeah, he does. He doesn't know any of that stuff. Anyway, um,
3: <clears throat> Mia Marcano's family is suing Orange County Sheriff's Office, accusing the agency of negligence. Mm-hmm. Do you hear She this? disappeared from her UCF area apartment in September of 2021 and was later found dead. Is suing the Orange County Sheriff's Office as well as two deputies initially handling her missing persons case. Cancer. The lawsuit said the sheriff's office failed miserably to properly train and supervise its deputy and hot ha- deputies in how to handle a case like Marcano's.
5: Yeah, this says the
3: attorney. We believe that had the Orange County uh, Sheriff deputies that came out to the scene, had they been properly trained, had they uh, had any sense of urgency,
5: we believe that uh, this could have happened a whole lot differently.
0: The attorney
7: says Deputy Paulino ignored evidence and didn't treat this case like a priority.
5: That type of individual does not belong on the street. The family does not want that
3: type of individual out serving the citizens of Orange County.
7: Orange County Mayor Jerry De- was also named in the lawsuit.
3: We are holding the mayor and other policymakers uh, for Orange County fully accountable for, for the lack of training. This was back, uh, I remember the case in the apartment complex, uh, the maintenance guy. He'd been looking through her window and yes, he'd been doing all that? kinds of stuff and and nobody took the security guard or her seriously and they would complain and everything. Mm-hmm. Remember when he would stare at her when she left her apartment and all that? And then she goes missing and then they went out there and investigated and thought nothing of it. They thought, ah, oh, it's just another voluntary missing. Person's case, there was no, there was no urgency or anything, and then yeah. they found out. Was right they there. interviewed
5: the guy, and they didn't even go after him until three yeah. days later. And by the time they did, he'd already, you know, killed himself. Yep. So now that family's sewing. Uh Uber's getting ready to accept Snap
3: as payment next year for groceries. So is Insta- yeah, it's Instacart and Uber. Is it Uber Eats? Because they, do, uh, they yeah. do delivery, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, yeah, yeah it's
5: Uber Eats. Yeah. So what, what do you think? You had a theory about this? Yeah, I got a small tinfoil beret on for this one. It's not like a full hat, but it's like a little... Just uh, a little t- And man- what is
4: snaps? Is that uh, Snap food
5: stamps? Is, uh, yeah, it's food stamps. Okay. Yeah, EBT, right? So now why would you accept food stamps to have that stuff delivered?
3: Do you have any kind of uh, conspiracy theory music that you can play? Um, I can find some. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead with your theory. I don't want you to lose the thought.
5: Well, I think it's uh, one of those things where... Not that shining. I, well, I, that's all I got on short nights. I said I would get you something. Okay. Just keep so going. F- I think that maybe the only reason you do that is unless you wanted people to not leave their homes. So you think there's,
4: they're going to try to do oh, another lockdown and they yeah. want people on food stamps to be able to get yeah, groceries? Exactly.
5: And- Instead of them going, well, I can't afford to have stuff delivered to my house. Well, now you can, so don't go anywhere. I think so, man. Mm-hmm. Look at how much you see all the news surrounding. Well, we got a whole nother vaccine out. We're pushing it big and there's a whole other variant. You better look out. And we're doing a bunch of stuff with the World Health Organization that you're going to have to adhere to. Because you like, like, oh, never used
4: conveniently enough. Food stamps weren't accepted for food delivery before. I'm not talking like uh, DoorDash or anything from restaurants. I'm talking about grocery delivery. You couldn't use food stamps for t- grocery delivery before? What they do with the Leafpen. Yeah, and
5: like you still couldn't use it for like certain groceries too.
4: Well, I know you can't I do think. alcohol and stuff like that, right? It's only for food.
5: Yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> but I mean they've they've kind of like expanded, the, you know, what goes into that. Okay. You know what you can get with that. But why would you have that for Instacart and Uber Eats? Because they're going to lock us up in the house, and
3: that ain't going to happen. Not on my watch. Mm -mm. (laughs) Very, very interesting. I don't know, man. There's some dark times coming. I hate to say that. You
5: know, and there used to be a really cool indicator for that. You ever heard of the the pizza meter? No. No, no. Pizza meters are very fascinating. There's this guy that was running like a a Domino's or a Pizza Hut or something in uh, Mm -hmm. D.C., and they would deliver, you know, X number of pies to the White House and to, you know, government buildings, and it was usually like 50 to 100 a day. Right, right, and they started to notice that there was an uptick in pizza delivery mm-hmm. right before any major action that we would, you know, begin.
4: Oh, is it because they're like sitting in there planning exactly. and they can't go out for
5: food? So, exactly. They can- so, they found out like before the uh, you know, whole thing we had with Kuwait, pies went through the roof, really. Yeah, and they were huh. they started being able to predict our government planning stuff just based on how many pizzas they would order. And what was it called? Uh, The the guy used to refer to it as the the pizza meter Because the guy he owned like a bunch of different franchises So he had access to all their data Wow. You know, how many pizzas went where and how much, and he would measure how many pizzas went, you know, to the White House or government buildings and be able to decipher, you know, something big is coming. They just ordered two hundred pies today instead of their usual fifty, and then a week later some stuff would happen.
2: So we Professor uh, Smokestack. stack, Professor Smokestack. stack, he's full of random tidbits and other useless crap. Where's the
5: pizza meter now though? That's the thing. Is it Once high? the government found out about the pizza meter, now they order a bunch of pizzas from different places and People to go pick them up, they, so they can't do not. Anybody. Yes, My they God. do. You're Look making up. that up. Don't Seriously? listen to me. Google it. Really? Uh huh. <laughs> wow.
3: Interesting. Yeah, I, said, I feel something between what we read yesterday about the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, arming itself with seven million dollars worth of military grade weapons. Same with the IRS. But somebody and the wrote post in office. yesterday
4: and said that they've always been armed.
3: Yeah, they have been armed. No, that's true, but not to this extent. And they're not, and this time the last order, which was $2.5 million, was not just guns. It was like radar and what else? It was military. Uh, no.
5: Like night vision goggles, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Like yeah. everything a SWAT team would order, but in bulk. Yeah, And that's just for the EPA. And then the IRS did it. You got Postal US, Service did it. Yep. Why does the Postal Service need it? I mean, it's, it's... Night vision goggles and machine guns. For what? To deliver the
3: mail? Where are you to, going? And then you got the COVID thing. COVID's going down. COVID's been spiking up and down for, for, for months, for 18 months. But this time, they're trying to ramp it up so you'll get scared and you'll be submissive. And all of a sudden, COVID's going down. Not a peep from them. They're still going with the surge story.
4: Well, that's what I don't understand. Between... My son was sick three weeks ago. He had strep... I I was sick last week and still kind of am. So he had to go to a doctor and then I had to go to a doctor to get some antibiotics. And it was so shocking to me that the second you walk in, they're like, well, COVID's through the roof. So it's probably COVID. I'm like, "Okay, we both took a COVID test. It's not COVID. Yeah, but that's the at-home test. Those don't work. Then why are they giving them away for free to everybody for you to order your at-home test if that doesn't work?
3: Yeah. To, now, like
4: you're telling me that because you don't like my answer that it was negative and we're just regular
3: sick because that's still a thing. Well, they get bonus on it, Plus, of course, it's part of the plan. I think something's going on. I'm sorry. I don't think that's even conspiratorial. I just think there's something going on. Yep. It's getting real weird real fast. And like these are the little threads you got to pull. Yep. And I think uh, Trump has a lot to do with it. I think they'll do anything. They'll do anything under line, bold, italics, whatever you want, anything to stop him from being president. And there's
4: people that are so blind out there, or maybe they're not blind. Maybe no, they're no. doing it Will, willingly,
3: willfully ignorant
4: that are, that are saying, yeah, I know what they're doing to him. Good because I don't like him. I, like you, if that was your candidate, you don't think that that's so corrupt? I don't care what candidate it is, but to try to take down a political opponent, that doesn't happen in America. No, that's I stuff don't. that happens in like Mexico and stuff. I don't wish Biden dead. I would no, never think that. but, I'm, dead. Saying but people, I'm saying people that hate Trump
3: are like... Do wish him dead.
4: And they're like, well, good. I'm glad they're trying to take him down. Like, what is wrong with your brain?
3: But I think that the plan is much bigger than that. Remember, Ukraine just last week suspended the next election think about that. Ukraine suspended the election because it would cost this is what Zelensky said, it would cost too much money. I'm telling you, I was with Ukraine for 2 weeks into this and now I'm like totally against it. This is not what it seems.
4: No, they're greedy. 100 billion dollars and now you're saying you want more, you can F more right than,
3: off. More yeah, right more than that. And we don't know where the money went. There's no audits and now all of a sudden Zelensky's saying, "Well, yeah, the elections are canceled." Give me a break. If you don't re- the-
4: you have 100 billion a billion with a B of R Dollars and you don't have enough money?
5: Nope, they don't. They're asking for more. No, that is, that's super messed up. I think I had somebody talking about that too. All right, well,
3: while taxpayers are paying for Ukraine, taxpayers are also paying, this is all part of it, to maintain the assets we seized from Russian oligarchs. Yachts. So we want their toys? Mostly yachts. Taxpayers, that's us. That's me and you and Jill and Smoke and you and me and Jill and Smoke. And everybody else in the country are paying uh, $28,000 a week. Let me just, that's just one example. $28,000 a week to keep mold out of the Alpha Nero, a $120 million yacht seized from Russian billionaire Andrew Gogovich Guriev. So we're paying for the upkeep of their toys. That's just one. Just one. Now we're giving Ukraine $5.4 million in funds acquired from the sale of oligarchs, billionaires, toys. You take $1,000, Bill, tear them up and just keep them going. They're just doing it all the time, giving them money. Yeah, I don't think
5: people realize that like the, the Ukrainian election thing. Because I, I heard Rand Paul talk about it the other day and it kind of like blew my mind. I was like, wait a second, What? How come nobody's hearing about that? They've canceled the elections. Yep. What kind of democracy has no election? So next year,
6: Zelensky said he's not going to have an election because it would be inconvenient during the war and would be expensive. Well, the thing is, if you don't have elections, why in the world would we be supporting a country that's not a democracy? they banned the political parties, they've invaded churches, they've arrested priests. So, no, it isn't a democracy, it's a corrupt regime. And are the Russians any better? No, the Russians are worse. But at the same time, we don't always have to pick some side to be on, but the ultimate reason I'm against this is we don't have the money, and when we borrow more money it leads to more inflation, it leads to more likelihood of recession in our country, and so we just can't keep doing it.
3: So what are we doing here? What are we going to see? That's why I'm saying something's going to happen. What if Biden all of a sudden says, well, now we have a civil unrest. These MAGA Republicans are, let's say Trump, there's an assassination attempt on Trump. And people rise up. And they find out it's because it was orchestrated by the current administration. Might as well be. They've already indicted him in 10 times, right? And all of a sudden, there's threats of violence or there's actual violence, much like 2020, peaceful violence. And then all of a sudden, Biden declares a martial law, state of emergency, and
5: suspends the elections. I mean, January 6th is a perfect preview. Look at that. You think any of those people got to call their lawyer? Nope. How long did you sit in jail before you got a phone call or you got let out or the opportunity to bond? No, you're a political prisoner.
4: There's a lot of people, though, uh, that they've been, whether they be, uh, you know, Political commentators, celebrities, what have you, people in office asking about the upcoming election. And it was shocking to me how many said, I'll be surprised if we even get to an election.
3: That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but, in, but in the meantime, keep working because you're paying to keep these uh, big uh, Russian oligarchs' yachts mold free. <laughs> Looking to have a fun time the Russian way? Then come to Russian Oligarch Toys R Us where we have all of the toys that Russian Oligarchs like to play with like helicopters, missile launchers helicopters with missile launchers attached to them. My child wants a
0: bicycle. We
2: have bicycles at Russian Oligarch Toys R Us and they have missile launchers attached to them. (laughs) Does your child like to play these sports? Then come get a basketball or baseball with tiny missile launcher attached to it at the Russian Oligarch Toys R Us. Do
9: you have anything that does not involve rockets and missiles?
2: These are the toys that Russian oligarchs enjoy.
9: Deal with it. Yes, sir.
2: Russian oligarch toys are us. See you soon. The sunny Update.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
2: Daisy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Crazy
3: Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. Okay, I would die if this happened to me. I saw this and immediately I was this is the most horrible thing that can happen.
4: I mean, it's up there for sure, no pun intended. So when I was younger, I used to love to go to amusement parks, love to go to the fair. We had fair day when I was in high school that you got off like that Friday of, of the, of the, it was called the Mid-South Fair, and everyone got to go to the fair. The fair rides, the carnivals, the roller coasters. And when you're younger, you don't care about that stuff. When you get older, you start to rationalize, hmm, things could happen. People get sued all the time for mishaps. Well, listen to this. Guests at Canada's Wonderland Amusement Park found themselves stranded upside down on a ride for thirty minutes. Yeah, but you
3: got to know which ride this is. I'm, it's get, like, I'm getting okay, to okay, it. Okay, okay, okay.
4: It's called the Lumberjack, and it looks like two hatchets and it flips you upside down. You know where there's the two things and it, it's like a pendulum and they, they spin opposite of Yeah, each it's other? like the
3: old, uh, they used to be called the hammer, but there was only right. one. And then they added a second two. one that would go in separate directions. Yeah, now this one is a big hammer. Yes, yeah. there's two of them.
4: So this is called the lumberjack. It became inverted at 10.40 p.m. This was on Saturday. The passengers were unloaded at 11.05. So they were upside down for 30 minutes. I immediately... Final destination would pop into my brain. Oh yeah, just no, no. immediately, and I'd start having panic attacks.
3: And then let's say you're you're down on the ground watching this, and you're thinking, how long can people hang upside down before, before you pass out? Right? You, yeah, before something bad happens medically.
4: So get this: so they were talking to somebody that was actually stranded on the ride, mm-hmm. and he said, "Okay, are we gonna are we gonna go down? Are they gonna are they gonna drop down or what? Now they can't just turn it off." And like lower it down slowly. So once no, they No, they have to let it go. They have to let it go. So but they, that's had to, okay. they had to finish the ride. So yeah. The guy's like, We don't want to do this. We don't want to get stuck again. Don't make us keep going. Just like get us down. Just and they were like, We can't we gotta let the ride finish. So they had to actually once they got
5: Yeah. Oh dude. That's terrible. But I, wait a
3: minute, how much longer did it go? I thought they would just release it and it would come down and just swing a couple of times. It
4: did, but- it did, it did. It did. Okay. And uh, one, pers- one person threw up. I mean, I get it. One person? One. It just says only one person vomited while they were upside down.
3: Was it a funnel cake?
4: I, I don't think it matters at that point. I think it's just like a fear vomit, <laughs> right?
5: Um, was this for like a, what event was this for?
4: This was at uh, Canada's Wonderland and um, it's an amusement park up in Canada.
5: When do they do Carnival Day up there? I don't know the answer to that. Why? Well, because usually people will have those those things set up for Carnival Day. And now on the Rick Stacy program, Carnival Day.
3: Carnival Day, a day to celebrate the toothless nine-fingered chain smoker you just entrusted your children's safety to as he straps them in the Tilt-A-World he assembled using only a pair of pliers. <laughs> Hope your family survives. Carnival
5: Day. Sorry, the buckle's broken. I'll just tie these straps in a knot. Okay. Any of you kids want a
4: cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when I worked for a radio station in Tennessee, and we have the fairs huge there. And there's two separate fairs, and they compete against each other. They don't run at the same time anymore. One's called the Delta Fair, and one's called the Mid South Fair. Mid South Fair is what I grew up on going to, and they're huge, and they have live music, and they have all the rides, and they have, and they're like. Weeks long. Yeah. Week and a half, usually two weeks, right? And we did something like that on the radio, like you just heard. And we were talking about, you know, like the toothless guy. Um, it is. It, it,
3: it is. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I've been there. I've been to many carnivals. And we got so much oh, trouble. Oh When we played that about 10 oh, years yeah. ago, the salesperson walked in. This is a person that sells advertising, sold advertising to the state fair here in Florida. Yeah. She walked in. Remember that morning? Oh, yeah. She was like red in the face. How dare you? I go, that's pretty much how it goes. You've been to one of those, right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> so we're all, uh, Rick and I are both married, not to each other, to separate people. Smoke's had a girlfriend for a while, but, but when you were single, Smoke, we used to laugh about you being on Tinder, right? Yeah, it's always like, a
5: mistake. Hey, yeah. <laughs> once and never again
4: so dating apps are are big nowadays there's a million different more than just Tinder and eHarmony and Match.com there's yeah, a whole you got
5: bunch FarmersOnly.com that's a fun one <laughs> Christian, Christian Mingles Chris, Christian Mingle yeah Hinge uh, Plenty of Fish the bowling one
3: there's a bowling one? No. But uh, there should be one. No, but there is about everything, though.
4: So now Tinder is offering a high-end membership. Um, it's a lot of money, though. So the it's a subscription. It's called VIP Service. It's five hundred dollars a month. Well, this
5: is for escorts. Yeah, I was to say, what are you getting for that? Other than a guarantee, you're getting <laughs> so, a high end prostitute.
4: So I'll tell you what it what it offers. No, you don't get. You're not guaranteed anything. No, else. no, but I'm saying it. you get to shop for high end prostitutes. Let me let me tell you the truth. Okay, first of all, don't listen to Rick. Uh, it's true. S- there's select mode where you can see and be seen by Tinder's most sought after profiles.
3: High end prostitutes. It could be celebrities. It could be well. People that, what do you swipe left or right? What celebrity is going to go on high end Tinder? I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
5: like you just have to go to a party. No, there's a there's a <laughs> get there me is, Taylor Swift. What? Swipe no, there's right.
4: What's the what's the app? with get Ray, Raya. What Raya Raya?
5: Oh yeah, no, there is one that's like for celebrities. It's just celebrities, like and you have to for, be
4: approved to be on yeah. there. And because I've seen influencers before on like Instagram or TikTok or whatever, saying I tried to apply to be on Raya. I think that's what it's called. I'm probably saying it. No, wrong.
5: it is something with an R, and it's it's spelled weird, like yeah, Reykjavik Iceland or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And so people, they were like, I applied to be on it, and I was turned down again. And then one influencer was approved, and she got on, and like Ben Affleck before this was before four years with J-Lo, like Ben Affleck hit on her and like swiped right on her and messaged her and things like that. It's like the celebrity dating profile, but you have to be pre-approved and screened and all that stuff. Yeah, they have a
5: whole list of rules like no no eights or below no, you no know, you what? have to be eights or below on a scale of one to ten Looks, really? Eights? Oh, well, I mean, okay. think about it. But you? have to go through you? the approval process
4: who, yeah. Who's voting you an eight? Like, this sounds like Hot or Not. Remember that? Trump <laughs> Do you remember that Hot or Not website? No and it was it was like a high school college thing. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no yeah I remember. Facebook started? You, you would you didn't put is it how Facebook started?
5: I thought so, wasn't that the whole thing with the social network? They did it to like try to rank whoever was, you know, the hot ones at, at the college that it blew up into and Facebook. it wasn't
4: you submitting your photo, like somebody else would put it in there and everybody would look at your picture and vote whether you were hot or not. It was called hot or not,
5: am I wrong? I don't know. Didn't M T V have a show like that next? I don't know. Where, like, the you know, they'd have, you know, so so she'd come out, and then the busload of dudes would pull up, and he'd get off and be like, hey, my name's Ryan. I'm going to surf, and I'd like to surf you. And the lady's like, <laughs> next. And then, you know, she, the other guy would come out, and it's just, she's kind of like, it was like a swipe left or right, but in person. No
3: way. Yeah, yeah, I no. would have watched that. Was MTV still on the air? It's still on the air now. Are you serious? Yeah, Are they yeah. still play music. It's, well, I knew that. What? No
5: way.
4: All right, speaking of what, no way. Get a load of this. Uh, Have you ever accidentally sent somebody, we'll start mild, a text that wasn't meant for them? Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't anything bad. It was something like, hi, and I'm like, oh, wait, not you. The worst
4: is when you screenshot somebody, like screenshot something for them, and you go to send it to somebody else, and you send the screenshot to the person you (laughs) screenshot
5: Can you believe they said this? Oh,
4: gosh, it's the worst. So if you've ever accidentally sent a photo that was really not meant for that person. I had somebody say something to me. It wasn't a photo, but it was something like, can't wait to see you when I get home, love you. And it was like a boss. And I was like, was this meant for your wife? And they're like, oh yeah, I'm so embarrassed. That totally wasn't for you. I'm so sorry.
5: But if you'd like it to be, yeah, yeah,
4: I'll
3: give you my address.
4: Well, here's a guy uh, who just got married. They were on their honeymoon. He shared a bunch of pictures from their trip, including an accidental topless photo of his wife in the hot tub that he, oh, I don't know, accidentally sent to the entire family. Ayo.
3: Oh. What a-
4: <laughs> he said luckily it wasn't that bad. Her back was turned so you couldn't really see a whole lot. Um, <laughs> but some of her family didn't believe he sent it by mistake and so all this family drama started to ensue. They are like, oh, you God. did that on purpose. He was like, no, I really didn't. We just got married. Why would I send that on purpose? They were in with all the other photos. I forgot it was in there. I was like, hey, we're having a great time on our honeymoon. Here you go.
3: Here's your daughter's boobs. (laughs) What do they like anyway? They look pretty good. Are they real?
4: And finally, there is an... I'm sorry I sound so nasally. I hate listening to people talk when they sound like this. And I hate that I'm like this. I'm sorry. I just, I had to come back to work. I'll blow my nose in a second. What do you mean? Ugh, it's the worst. We'll just do it as
3: sympathy for you. We'll we'll talk like this.
4: It's ironic because I, it's one of my pet peeves is listening to people when they haven't like blown their nose or they sound stuffed up. I'm like, blow your nose! But I can't help it. It's in there. Um, There's a new trend on TikTok. Another one that's really dumb. And you know what I say about trends on TikTok. They'll either get you killed in the hospital or arrested. So you probably shouldn't do them. This is a trend of taping your mouth shut
5: Oh, I've heard of this to like help you sleep better.
4: Yes, That's so ridiculous. you breathe through your nose and so you don't do mouth breathing.
5: Yeah, it seems like a marketing thing because they don't say use duct tape. They're like buy our special mouth tape. And I'm like, was that not going to rip my mustache off in the morning? Well, you-, you know what's
4: funny is it's funny you said that because Gwyneth Paltrow has gotten behind this. And I'm wondering, <sighs> are she going to sell like special mouth tape on her goop website that but-
5: smells like her? Ew. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I don't feel so good. Don't worry, there's
6: help. Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow recently suggested taping your mouth shut while you sleep. So that gave us an idea. Introducing Taping Gwyneth's Mouth Shut. How's it work? It's easy. You tape Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth shut and watch your life improve in an instant.
0: I used to get terrible migraine headaches. So I taped Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth shut and now I don't have to hear her annoying voice anymore. Thanks, taping Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth shut.
6: Ask your doctor if taping Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth shut is right for you. Side effects of taping Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth shut include not having to hear her talk about her candles, her you-know-what, or any other lame stuff she says. Taping Gwyneth Paltrow's mouth shut. Try it today. I
2: know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. you the stupidest person alive. Stupid News with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
3: All right, so uh, this model, her name is Lorena Fabiana Colada.
5: Her friends call her...
3: So anyway, she's 52 years old. She's got 38 triple T's. Oh. I don't know anything about bra size, but I just learned that this is width, girth. It's not length, (laughs) if there's such a thing. Well, it's
5: both, I think. Well, because it's measured by the letter, right? And then you have like doubles or triples of each letter?
4: Yeah. So so like uh, the cup size is usually the letter, and then the
3: number is usually around your back. Like okay. Strap around your back. So her boob, one of her boobs, is the size of the largest salad bowl you can get from uh, Target. You know what I Larger. Of the huge.
4: Really? I, I'm looking at them right now, not to do like stare, but I don't know how. Maybe it's just the angle of this one photo, but it's like a crock pot, a crock pot on each boob.
6: You know about the uh, cup sizes and all? They <laughs> have different cups.
8: Yeah, I I know about the cup (laughs) You got the A
6: (laughs) The C The D That's the biggest
3: No, apparently not The D is the biggest (laughs) i based my whole life on knowing that the D is the biggest. <laughs> so uh So she has a, had 15 surgeries on her chest and spent more than $100,000. Oh. She's uh, Argentinian-born. She this was in Mexico City. Coletta doesn't want to lose her biggest assets, though. It's affecting my mind. I believe my entire career has benefited because of my implants, so I really appreciate them. However, she says she's willing to go down to a C-cup if medically necessary. Her back hurts. It's a stabbing pain. Well, she also was
4: uh, previously sued her plastic surgeons because, I guess, one of her prosthetic implants became to, de- to um started decomposing. Oh. And so she had to get that fixed. Now, she's oh. had some stuff put in her face too. I mean, you could tell her oh, face yeah. is
5: Those lips are not natural. Wow. You can't
4: even uh, you can't move. Like they're everything's stiff. How do you uh, walk around with those I things all day? I don't know. And I was looking at her shirt. Like my brain where went to Where do you to, buy shirts? Where do you buy shirts? I don't understand. It's so weird. Where do you get clothes? You have to get them special made. There's just no way.
5: She probably just goes to the men's big and tall and then has them tailored.
4: No, because she's got, like, sp- sp- pretty, like,
3: bedazzled bras and... Well, I must say, the boobs, look, they don't look all veiny and stretched out. They look pretty nice. Well, she might have makeup on them. You oh, know. Oh, you well, they-
5: You see some of those extreme ones where it's just, like, it, they, they're, they're too spherical. Yeah, right. but
3: where do you
4: get this... I mean, I know skin stretches, but... Like, if you were to put that size in me right now, I wouldn't have enough skin to stretch over that size. You would size have stretch group. marks
5: like you're pregnant. That's yes. what
4: I don't. I don't yeah, because home. I don't
5: think they do it all at once. You gradually. Yeah, you gradually go up. But still. Go up the, the did thing. you see
4: her before picture? She looks like a little no. ballerina. She's very thin. She has a tiny oh, waist. wow. Tin, she's tiny. She's like a tiny body frame. Holy cow. I know.
3: Oh, my now, gosh. Literally, if she's driving down the road, not for, as a joke, but if you hit a pothole, she's like an airbag going off.
4: I don't know how you... How do you, you sleep? Like, up. if you lay down at night, are they up in your chin? Oh, you're not yeah. laying on
3: your stomach ever again. Yeah, if you no. lay on your stomach, your head's up in the air about a foot.
4: <laughs> it's very nice. Just the logistics of all of it have got to be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Rick's smiling right now, just yeah. so you know. None of this is a nightmare to Rick. He's just <laughs> This is his favorite story of the day. It is.
3: What were they like anyway? They, <laughs> they look, look pretty good. Are they real? They look real. Uh, guy's been treating himself like this is ridiculous. Okay, you know, I'm telling you, I keep saying this, and I think it's true. TikTok's bad. Guinness Book of World Records worse. Oh man, people got to stop. Uh, this guy uh, hasn't shampooed for seven years. Gross. Wait, seven is years for a record? I don't know. He's treating himself like a human guinea pig by experimenting with his scalp for the last seven years. He hasn't let anything, you know, soap-wise touch it. The guy goes by the name of Garden of Aiden on YouTube and has shared with his subscribers what his hair and scalp look like after seven whole years without shampoo. The results, Aiden reveals his hair is actually healthier and better quality than he's ever had before. I'm basking in the glory of this hair quality because I've got a pretty pristine scalp. Now, he might be right. Well, here's the thing. He might take care of his scalp like with water. Like he's got a
4: nice head of hair. This particular guy, he's cute too. Weird teeth, but he's kind of cute. See here. Um, he said his hair was falling out. So right. the reason he started this was, hey, let me experiment and see if I can fix this balding pattern with not washing my hair and not using chemicals. And now he's got this big lush head of hair. But don't YouTube guy who hasn't washed hair in seven years because then you're going to see some other really uh, nasty gross stuff
10: to conditioner it interferes with your scalp's natural production of sebum and your hair
5: ends up becoming reliant on conditioner to hydrate and moisturize your hair properly plus if you've quit using shampoo then you're not going to be stripping away your hair's natural oils every time you wash your hair and so you should, shouldn't need the conditioner to rehydrate your hair so much conditioner can also reduce the volume of your hair which of course isn't what you want if you want a nice, thick, voluminous head of hair. Wow, so he sebum doesn't is, look
4: bad. No, he doesn't, but sebum, like if you had my kind of hair, I could never do it because my hair, the actual hair at the bottom, because my hair is long, it's not short, it's so, would be so dry. But the sebum is the stuff, do you ever like wash your hair and then like you scratch your head and you have like, white, you, see, you feel like white, oily stuff
9: oh,
5: no. on it's your scalp. Cradle cap? Is that what that is?
4: No, that's... Cradle cap's different. That, that's dry. Sebum is like the oil that's produced by your scalp. Oh, it's um, Sebaceous glands, I think, is what does it. But if you... A lot of the chemicals can stop that oil from producing and then everything gets dry.
3: Huh. Oh, that's weird. So, so let me get this straight. So the... The companies that sell shampoo do that to f up your hair, and then they sell you something to it, re-moisturize it,
5: right. it. It's it's like uh, everything you know, else. Your food processing. You <laughs> well, know, it's some, like you eat processed food, and then you got to pay to have pills to fix the part that got ruined by the processed food. Yeah, you know, or you could just not eat processed food.
4: That works right, too. Right, right. But I mean, I think that just the odor. I'm curious about the odor of his hair.
5: What odor? Well, if I mean, if well, I go, he's still rinsing it, right? He's he's just not shampooing. Yeah, he's not yeah, using he's still rinsing,
4: but at the same time, isn't there a sweaty smell
5: to it? I mean, do you shampoo your hair every day, Joe?
4: I have so much hair that I can't shampoo my hair every day. Yeah. I
5: so shampoo let my me hair smell twice. Your a hair has a smelly odor, no, stinky, but stinky, smelly, do I stink. Because I only do mine like every one to
3: two showers. You smell like, but something came out of Macy's. I shower cosmetics every day, counter. but my
4: hair only gets washed twice a week because I would dry it. Up. My hair, my, my. Hair, you can see it now; it's super dry right now, and I just washed it three days ago. All
3: right, okay, we're running out of time here. People are gross, <laughs> and
2: they're also stupid. Stupid. They're gross and they're stupid and stupid and
3: gross. <laughs> so a TikToker, uh, Dark Meme Royalty, Dark Meme Royalty, explained in under sixty seconds that over the course of her employment with the company, Spirit Halloween, she repeatedly witnessed customers trying on masks before cleaning or disinfecting them, without even considering that others uh, had dripped in the mask sweat. Oh, and okay. previously tried them on. <laughs> ah! Oh, we should have the audio here, man. I didn't know she did a whole post. Uh, she says, it feels yep. like common sense, but please make sure to disinfect the mask before you try it on. Many people don't, and they yep. go in there, and they drip all over the mask. They're soaking wet, and they put the mask on, and then Ew. they take it off and put it on, and then put it on their kid. Well, not really that. You come around, and then you put it on, and then you're getting all their goo on your face. Not
4: only that, you can get lice.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the lice. Oof. And finally, uh, OpenAI, the artificial intelligence company that unleashed ChatGPT on the world last November, mm-hmm. is making the Chatbot app a lot more chatty.
5: Okay. Uh,
3: an upgrade to the ChatGPT mobile apps for iOS and Android announced today lets a person speak their queries into the Chatbot and hear it respond with its own synthesized voice. It's almost like talking to Siri, except Siri's an
5: Idiot. Wait a sec, so it, it ChatGBT talks to
3: you now? Now it talks t- to you. It's got a synthesized voice and it talks right to you.
4: Well, since it's AI, can it be anybody you want?
3: Open the pod bay doors, Hal. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Making the ChatGPT app more enticing could help open AI in its race against other AI companies like Google, Anthropic, Inflection AI, and MidJourney by providing a richer feed of data from users to help train its powerful AI engine, feeding audio and visual data into the machine learnings behind the ChatGPT so you can actually have a human-to-robot conversation in your car like somebody sitting right next to you. Yeah, make the Terminator smarter. That's a good idea. Is that crazy or what? And by the way, uh, you know, I knew this was coming because I've always wanted my... GPS. Yeah. Remember when they used to have voices? Well, they still do, but they used to be more elaborate. I wanted it to be Snoop Dogg at one point or oh, something yeah. like that.
5: Oh, you used to get Samuel L. Jackson like, make you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wanted to have
3: that. They never did it. I think someone God tested and it never came through. This one, you can have celebrity voices as so well. So you
4: could just chat with a celebrity and it's, yeah. to you, it appears to be the celebrity, but it's really not?
3: No, it's just whoever you want it to be. But well, that's what I'm is, saying.
4: You could pick whoever you want, right?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Chat GPT
1: can now talk. Even better, it can speak in the voice of your favorite celebrities like Fran Drescher. chat GPT what's the best food to eat
9: <laughs>
0: I just made a peanut butter
1: sandwich Chris Tucker
3: Chat GPT what are you trying to say
9: Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth
1: even the late great Gilbert Gottfried lives on in AI.
6: ChatGPT, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? What are you doing here?
10: ChatGPT, now with celebrity voices. They may not be the best voices, but they're definitely the most annoying. He
5: got! It. What's Elisa saying? Ugh,
2: it even has Jar Jar. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
10: Ugh, fine.
2: On Sunny FM, Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy.
3: And the Sunny Update is brought to you by Farron Ferris, So uh, I don't know if you remember who Jim Acosta is, works for CNN. He's the one that at uh, one point got so rude with Trump that he was asked to leave. He lost his press credentials for the, uh, you know, press conferences Trump would hold. Do you remember when the president of the United States, not just Trump, but other presidents would hold press conferences like almost every month? Mm-hmm. Remember that? isn't that something. Anyway, so Jim Acosta is that kind of guy. He's a bully, he's rude, he's he's ignorant, he's he's just a seeding hater of Trump and Republicans. And he never he doesn't really do anything to help CNN out because he doesn't you know, doesn't learn the facts. He just blurts out his hatred. You can hear him on CNN. So, he was uh, unfortunately he was up against one of the weaker Republicans in Congress, Representative Ralph Norman. He's kind of a weak, meek, old guy. Mm -hmm. Seems like a nice guy. I mean, you know. Uh, But uh, Jim Acosta's a bully. So Jim Acosta interviewed him on CNN and said to this Ralph Norman, you're lying. There's nothing going on at the border. I don't think there's a person on Earth, even people who hate Trump, that don't realize that we have a major crisis at the border. This week has been devastating.
5: Like, is all the millions of people here and the hours of video not enough or what no here we go you're throwing um, uh, New rhetoric around with no basis in fact uh, no you can uh, uh,
6: have you been to the border of course i have have you seen what's going on the rapes the uh it's it's open i mean nobody can can deny that The borders is- and uh they've got a, it's a crisis no, I'll ask the question, sir. And, and the where border is, is not open. That is that is something that, that is uh, peddled as a talking point, but it's not
3: true. Okay, uh, wait, where's uh, the door then? Is there a gate where they're stopping people? One girl, and I say girl because she was underage, one girl had 87 different DNAs inside her. They were they, trafficking When they, when they people, examined yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, 85,000 children are missing. Uh, this week alone, the town of Eagle Pass... <laughs> Ten thousand illegals crossed the border into Eagle Pass, a town of thirty thousand. This guy's on. scene here's I'm going to call this guy out that emailed me last week. Luis, you listening? Because he's like, you don't have any sources. I only listen to ABC and NBC and CBI. He said that to me. I said, I don't have any sources. I go, they're lying to you, dude. No, they're not. They're ABC, NBC, and they have sources. I go, I have, I have sources. I'll take my sources and stick them somewhere for you. You can turn around, anyway. But yeah, so this guy's on CNN. CNN saying this, he's—I'm sure—just every single person for the first time. I think I can say this: every single person listening right now, even people that hate the show, can recognize that we have a problem at the border. And this guy, Jim Acosta, is on CNN, lying—complete lie. So a little bit. What they're told to do. It's but yeah, but I mean. You can lie to have a lie be successful, even a a repeated lie. You have to have a little ounce of credibility in that lie. There has to be a little something. You know, it's it's. You're always kind of stretching the the truth, but there's got to be a percentage of it—a little tiny me, one percent that could possibly be true. Just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. (laughs) Like fact-checking websites, they'll take a statement like uh, "President Trump is a pedophile," and they'll they'll say it's true because they want to and then you'll go wait a minute that's not true but they'll find some little tiny thing like he looked at a painting of a child in a museum once somewhere in the corner of the entire uh, universe of that line, that statement, and say it's true based on that little microscopic bit of evidence that he looked at a picture in a museum more than 10 seconds of a child.
4: But they'll take a, a fact-checking on the, on the opposite side. They'll take a story that is 100% true, and if the story says he was wearing a blue shirt while well, he did this, they'll be like, oh, this whole story's false because his shirt was red.
5: Right. Exactly. exactly. But he still did the action. But, well, this, but this shirt's wrong, now. But this
3: Jim Acosta thing? There's not even there's not even a microscopic, even using a nuclear microscope, evidence that that the border is closed. There are, there are fences. There are walls. Uh, there are border patrol agents who, yeah. who work okay. on the border.
6: The five plus million uh, that have gotten into this country illegally uh, is not a figment of, of our imagination. Ask the border control agents. Ask anybody yeah. down there. They're frustrated. But I guess I haven't, you, you uh, have no, not been able Biden to answer my it. question as to how you effectively do border enforcement if you're shutting down the government. What does
3: that have to do with it? Do you, oh, they, that He had to throw that in there because we're in danger of the government. You know that theater and it goes on every
5: few months. So did Jim go, hey, find me the oldest, most you know quiet you know guy I could have asked? He's like, well, I get. not Yeah, <laughs> and
3: he's a bully. That's what how he does. He picks the weakest people. People he could find, and then he just bangs them over the head. Acosta, Acosts. Did
5: you know
4: that there's there's towns in Texas, uh, I forget where I heard this this morning, uh, on the way in, that are so crowded and overrun with immigrants that the locals can't even go to their local hospital for medical attention because they're so overrun with immigrants.
5: And so this guy thinks that each one of these people just gets checked and looked at and here's your thing? Yeah, right. All right, let me give you the truth now. Are you ready for this?
3: Because I wasn't ready for this. Well, first of all, let me tell you that yesterday we got the August numbers. It's record setting. The first month ever in the history of our nation... Uh, 304,000 people crossed the border illegally in this month of August. Just one month. One month. That's not total. That's three times what New York is complaining about over a year. Remember Mayor Adams with, oh, this is going to destroy New York. He's bitching and complaining over 110,000 people over a year. We had 304,000 cross this month. And here's the bigger number. Ready? Since Biden took office, since inauguration day with Biden, 3.8 3.8 million people have entered the United States illegally through the southern border. Now, I'm going to give you some stats. That's 3.8 million. That is bigger than Houston. Houston's population, Metro Houston's 2,300,000. It's more than our pop- It's more people than live in Chicago. The city limits, 2.746 million. It is... Under Los Angeles, but not by much, 308 million cross the border. I'm sorry. What did it say? Yeah. 3,008 million. No. No. 3.8 three, 3. million. Los Angeles population is 3.898.
4: Now, is there kind of, of any breakdown? The reason I'm asking this, of any kind of census of the people crossing the border? And the reason I'm asking that is because the argument that you're going to hear from the other side is well, women and children and families no, seeking no refuge. I, do. I have, I've, I have I've not seen any women and children. I don't know it.
3: if it's the media doing that or not. It's all dudes. 75% of the people crossing the border are young males, 20 to 24. Okay. That makes sense. Military That's age it. men. Most of them are starting, it starts to look like most of them are not from Latin American countries. They're from russia they're syria from China, syria i mean countries that hate us iran iraq now they say they're seeking asylum do you really believe that no that's what's terrifying is is the people that are coming here are people that are from countries that want
4: to do us harm and we're just letting it happen
3: now that's 3.8 million that's the size of los angeles you tell me that that does not change the voting demographic in this country. Tell me that that's not on purpose. Of course it's on purpose.
5: Yeah. Did you guys see anything in the media about the other countries doing that? Do You see yeah. any boats were going to Italy? It it looks like a, a, something out of a movie. Like there's just a, a flood of boats. It looks like something from Troy. There's really? just boats every Oh yeah, Italy's just getting overrun.
4: For what? For same reason?
5: Yeah, I mean the EU had a big meeting yesterday The lead, you know, guy The guy in charge of Poland's like I don't know what y'all are doing But nobody coming here
3: Nope now, let me uh, let me give you this uh, so you know when somebody tells you, ah, you know, they're, they're Biden's doing everything he can. No, he's not. This is on purpose. This is on purpose. He's had two years where he controlled both houses and the executive branch because he's the president. He did nothing because they want this.
6: This legislation I introduced on my first day in office, I sent an immigration reform bill to the Congress. one want to recognize the immigrants contributions to this country.
3: What? What, are, what? 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 What do you say? English mother? Do you speak it? <laughs> I don't know. Listen some more. Maybe you can figure it out.
6: Temporary status holders, farm workers, and others. We need our colleagues to act.
3: Act on what? Close the border. Close the. Close the border. What is so difficult? This is because it's all on purpose. Why am I yelling? It doesn't matter. The border is closed. Yeah. Right. Uh, the American public will look back on this and say we secured our border. Right? No, we didn't. For but. decades, immigration
6: reform has been a bipartisan in this country. A bit of what? Republican congressman of
3: my predecessor spent four years gutting the immigration system under my predecessor. No, actually, you're under the, your predecessor did not do that. He actually tried to build a wall and you guys stopped him. As a matter of fact, you've sent over $190 billion to Ukraine. We could have built uh, 41 walls. only for cost $5 e- billion for the wall, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think it was less than that. They continue to undermine our border security today, blocking bipartisan reform. No, bipartisan reform to you is to get more processing centers to bring more of them in here so they'll vote Democrat. And if he'll lie
6: about how his son died and claim he died in Iraq, what else will he do? I say this is a father of a man who won the Bronze Star, of the conspicuous service medal, and lost his life in Iraq.
3: No, he didn't. You lied. Anyway, now let me give you another side of the coin here. Christian family from Germany. They have five children. Uh, they're fed up with Germany's education system, which is pretty much like ours. You know, hey, uh, hi, how are you, son? Are you sure you're not a girl? You, you don't want to be a girl? You can be a girl. Here, here, some hormones. That's what they're doing in Germany, just like they're doing here. So this Christian family had enough, and they wanted to homeschool. Well, guess what? In Germany, it's illegal to homeschool. I had no idea. Neither did I. So they moved here 15 years ago seeking asylum. At the time, asylum was granted by the existing uh, judicial department at that time. Uh, Uwe and hanna Romanke fled Germany in 2008, being threatened with prosecution for homeschooling. They started homeschooling. They were being threatened with put in jail with five children for taking their kids home to homeschool them. Didn't they, like, go into their house and forcibly put their kids in school? Yep, and they uh, fined them $9,000 per child. Yep. Uh, they granted asylum here right away. Yes, and
6: we were actually granted asylum first by the immigration judge here in the United States.
3: And now they got a notice that they're being deported. This month on the 6th, we were there in Knoxville. They got a little notice that says uh, you're to come to a hearing, you're being deported, uh, you no longer have asylum in this city. Here's his lawyer, Kevin Bodine.
10: Uh, at the office and uh, yes and then we got this notification the order for removal
3: anyway here's our lawyer
7: that they what got. I can say is the Ramica family has entered the country lawfully they've been here lawfully for 15 years this is not a case other than a family following the rule of law which is what we have in the United States as you well know and wanting to continue to follow, follow the rule of law to stay here and so uh, the Biden administration can make that happen uh, the agencies can make it happen and we're asking them to simply do just that
3: yeah, well, um, it's up to Obama is the one that started this process to deport them, right? Because you know we can't have them here. We need to make more room for illegal aliens. So anyway, uh, it doesn't look very good. They're begging the Biden administration to allow them to stay. They they set up a house here in Tennessee. They they've grew their kids grew up here.
4: Isn't that funny that they've been here for so long and they're we're actually seeking asylum? But it's like. No, you can't stay, but all these other people, they can come in for free and they can stay, but not you. And you lay, need to go
3: back. And they need to, they can lay in a hotel room and get three meals a day for free and get shipped wherever they want. Get 2200 bucks when they come in, a phone and a book.
9: Yeah, meanwhile. The they did not tell us anything.
6: Uh, we don't really know why. We wonder that ourselves because we cannot
5: understand. There you go. Yeah, maybe they should just go to Mexico and walk in. <laughs> Everybody okay. else is. Right. <laughs>
1: the work forever and
3: probably never get While right. well, it's a tradition, a Jewish tradition, uh, birthday greeting you may live to be 120 is what the traditional birthday card says. And so far only one person in all of history is officially recorded having lived that long. But now a doctor tells the post that living a full healthy life to 120 will be attainable. Who wants to do that, though? Does anybody? Raise your hand. Depending on
4: your quality of life. If the quality of life and say, 90 is the the new 60,
9: okay.
3: Dr. Ernst von Schwartz says starting this decade, he believes the rapid development and advancements in stem cell uh, means living could be up to 120, maybe at some point early, not later, 150. Yeah, but can you imagine what your
5: skin looks like by then? Yeah, that's the weird thing is, like, if they...
3: I mean am I
4: benjamin buttoning? Am I aging backwards? It's like I'm like twenty one at one fifty. All the
5: stuff that, you know, they have to keep us alive. Like people live longer now than well, to a degree.
3: Right. Well, he says you have to change your life when you're 30 to attain this, along with the stem cell uh, treatments. He says, I believe we can pro- pro- uh, make life longer, <laughs> he told the Post. Probably within a couple of years, people can live to 120 to 150 years, if not longer than that. But you have to start it when you're 30. Yeah. So we kind of missed the boat on that. Well, it's oh, also man.
4: money. Hey, you pay us, we'll give you these stem cell treatments, and you can live a really long time. But you know what? That's only, how guaranteed is that? I mean, when your time's up, your time's up. Sorry.
3: Yeah, it's very final destination. You, you don't know. So,
4: I mean, you could put all the stem cell stuff inside you that you want.
5: Well, yeah, look at that. Bill, was that the billionaire guy that's like siphoning his son's blood and oh, pumping it that, into himself? That guy's crazy. A quarter Yikes. of his son's
3: blood every month. So weird. How yeah. like why because he's gonna he's gonna live forever, he says, and his son is super healthy, no his son's just a regular twenty one year old guy and he is he's like forty seven I just bathe in his blood <laughs> yeah <laughs> he looks weird too. he's very yeah. strange looking, very, very zombie-ish. very pale, doesn't yeah. go in the sun well, I, can un- I can understand that Vampire. yeah, all right. it's time. the President of the United States is on the line. Good morning, President Joe Biden. Hey there, it's me, the Pepsin from the White House, and good to be on the Dick Tracy
8: show with NyQuil and LLJ, Cool J, man. Right, right. So
4: how are you feeling, Mr. President? We heard you recently got an updated COVID booster and a flu shot. Shocker.
8: Oh, that's right. I wasn't taking any chances, dear. I also got the canine distemper and the rabies one. <laughs> you can never be too careful, Jack. And I'll tell you what, man, I'm feeling absolutely wonderful. I, I still look like I died around 10 years ago, but I feel really good Ah, don't don't be so hard on yourself I'm kidding with you but look folks I, I believe that every man woman and child over the age of 75 needs to go get themselves poked right away You'll be glad you did. These boosters have become the Axe body spray of vaccines. <laughs> you got to have them, man. It's cool, man. Uh,
4: so today, sir, you're going to be in the Michigan uh, in Michigan joining the UAW members on the picket line. You're the first president to ever do that, huh?
8: First president to do it, but it won't be the last, Jack. Just giving a hand to my fellow man. Like a Colorado congresswoman in a theater, helping hand. Uh, you looking forward to this? Yeah, you better believe I am. And when it comes to aimlessly walking around back and forth in front of a building muttering things, there's there's nobody better than me, man. I'm going to do a great job at that. Yeah, we believe you. But, but I got to be honest, Jack, I felt a little bad after I made my picket signs and somebody told me it wasn't United Airlines. <laughs> I had to start all over. Oh, boy, whatever. But the, the one I was really good at, it said, give us our fair share or the only friendly thing that'll be flying will be a foot up your ass. <laughs> I think that's going to do that. I'm going to keep that one.
3: All right. Well, what do you think will happen with the strikes, sir? Um, will the UAW get the contract they want and we get cars back? Uh,
8: I think they can, man. I mean, hey, if Travis Kelsey can land Taylor Swift, anything's possible. That's true.
4: So what do you think about Donald Trump coming to Michigan right after you on Wednesday to give a televised speech to union members?
8: I'll tell you exactly what I think, honey. Hold on. I had it. I had it there on the tele. Oh, here it is. Right there, you go. I think it's nothing more than a cheap publicity stunt. And if he really wanted to pretend to care about the unicorn American women here, he'd skip the TV thing and he'd be marching out there with the people. Come on, man. These hardworking Americans
3: are united. They're building the flying cars of the future, for God's sake. No, that that's not it, really. Uh, and speaking of Trump, sir, according to a new ABC News Washington Post poll, the former president would beat you if the election were held today by 10 points. Do you have any comment on that?
8: Oh, for crying out loud, why would anybody pay attention to this nonsense? These polls, they they put out, they bounce around and go up and down more than the former guy's boobs when he's riding in a golf cart. Now look, folks, here's the deal. I found the best way to avoid sinking poll numbers is to not be so great to begin with. So this is all nothing new. Nothing new. Uh,
4: Sir, Republican in fighting in Congress has everyone thinking that there will be a government shutdown this Saturday. I think it's at midnight. Do you think it will?
8: I don't think it's really going to happen at all, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because Joe Biden is, and always will be, an infernal obelisk. No, 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 That's an internal optimist. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right, Jack, you know the thing, yeah. and that's because I never stop seeing things as half full of gas, no. and, that, and that's with no. my glasses on. Sir,
4: um, uh, is there any way of preventing a shutdown?
8: Well, I know it's—it's it's got me dripping sweat from my fake hairline, man. I—I'm really worried about it, but I, I need an ice cream stand. Okay, is there any but way to prevent this? Sh- I think—I think we can—we can prevent the shutdown. All somebody's got to do is lock those stubborn whiny Republican bastards in a building and tell them they can't leave until they hammer out a budget deal. Uh-huh. Now, is it illegal to do something like that? Of course it is, but it, it would work. No, I'm not recommending that anybody do that, but I'm also not recommending it. Not right. I'm winking my eye, my one eye right now.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for calling uh, President Biden. You, you bet. I have to go now.
8: I was just told my son Hunter just purchased a new iPhone 15. And he's trying to use a new video camera feature. I got to do an intervention. Quick, man. The Sunny
2: Update. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Why do you say crazy stuff like that?
4: Now, that isn't true, is it? On the
2: Rick Stacy Morning Show, Dylan Smokestack. Crazy
4: Talk brought to you by All Electric Services.
3: Okay. Oh, okay. I
4: said I'll point to you and
0: this yeah, is pointing right away, to you and, you and you're stum- looking down was
3: first. Oh my god. Please somebody else do this.
0: It's not stupid, never boring till those true crime stories.
3: Why are you rolling your eyes? You came up with it. No, no, that was to appease you cuz you didn't like the first one we did. I didn't We're like the first one. We're talking about the intro here. First one was dumb. The first one was good. It was cheeky, <laughs> kitschy.
4: So get this. This case gives me the heebie-jeebies. It always has. It's been 27 years since JonBenet Ramsey was found murdered over the Christmas holiday. I think we all remember it. How many years? 27 years. It's been 27
9: years. Can you believe that? Oh
3: my
1: god.
4: She was six years old. Anyone who had a child or has a child now can't even imagine the horror. Uh, This was in Colorado. Boulder. Nobody knows who killed her. There's been theories. All the leads that they had have somehow kind of dissipated away. Some people thought it was her own mother. She died. Some people thought it was the brother, and the parents were covering up for the brother. Mm-mm. Some people thought it was a real kidnapping case or maybe a friend of the family. Well, now, now, the Boulder police are saying that they have some new leads.
3: <clears throat> Why are you laughing? Because the I was there for the whole thing. The Boulder police, they're just like Mayberry. It's really bad.
4: Well, I'm sure the same people they, that were on the case back 27 years ago aren't the same people
3: there now, right? Well, I hope not, because they compromised the scene immediately. They screwed everything up, lost evidence. They lied. It was just unbelievable.
4: Well, that's why I was thinking, because they were a pretty powerful family, yeah. Yeah, they were rich. So I'm still on the train of. I think it was like the mom or I don't the think brother. So. No. And I think that they paid somebody off. I think the brother maybe accidentally killed her mm. and the parents covered up for it, or I think the mom had something to do with no, it.
3: No, I think it was the maintenance guy. Do you really? Yep.
4: Well, they say they have several people on radar. Uh, a new person's, new persons of interest is what they're saying. And they said they're seeing if any of them are a key to maybe solving this case. They're not saying that they're suspect, but they're saying people of interest. That maybe could have something to do or lead somehow, some way to solving the case. Okay, so... Cops are saying they never stopped investigating. Do you believe that? Because I don't.
3: No, I think they just... No, they gave up a long time ago. Are you kidding me?
4: They said in 2021... We did this a couple years ago. They analyzed about a thousand DNA samples... In attempt to track down the killer, because you got to remember, twenty-seven years ago, we didn't have the same kind of resources as we do now.
5: Right? Yeah, um, that's true. You get a lot of that stuff that's you know we didn't have the technology, and now you can scan DNA a lot faster.
4: Right. They interviewed more than a thousand people um, earlier this year. They said they started using the new DNA technology, never before examined evidence. So, what do they just have the evidence sitting there, and they're like, we don't know what to do with this yet? And then finally, they get some some resources, and they figure out what to do. I don't. Whole thing is very sketchy to me. Um... Do you remember John Mike Carr? He's the one that confessed to the killing, mm-hmm. but then they released him because they're like, yeah, no, you didn't do it.
3: No, he was full it.
4: And then Gary Olivia, who's a convicted pedophile, claimed he killed John Bonet. Um, and then the brother was like, no, he didn't do it.
3: No, he wanted to get on the news.
4: Right. So then the entire, the entire department that's there now in Boulder, Colorado, is aware of the two men. And so now they have new persons of interest. So I don't know what's going to happen with it. We'll see.
3: Ugh, okay. We'll wait here. All right. Didn't work. Guys.
4: Hey, speaking of killings. You speaking here, of killings. Speaking of killings. It's a real lighthearted segment. You know, killings and stuff. You know how people that That's
3: have, the intro right there. Now Joe <laughs> with killings and stuff.
4: <laughs> That's perfect. You know people that have... A lot of money will buy something that's previously owned by somebody from history or somebody famous. I bought Elvis's gun or I have, uh, what's his name from Nirvana? I have Kurt Cobain's, you know, piece of gum that he chewed on tour. His Ouija board. Yeah. Monica Lewinsky's dress. Right. So this is something a little interesting. A pair of front row tickets to the Ford Theater from April 14th, 1865. Do you know what that date is? Yep. (gasps) Lincoln. That would be the night President Abraham Lincoln was assassinated.
5: They had to have tickets back then? Were there that many people? I guess you did. Yeah, you go
3: to Ticketmaster. What was it called back then? I don't think they had Ticketmaster. Yeah, they did. You had to pay
5: an extra goat if you wanted to go to anything.
4: (laughs) So um, this ticket was sold at auction. Pair of tickets, actually. Uh, $262,000
5: You know, they're not good anymore.
4: No, you can't. But can you imagine someone that maybe collects things that are historical?
5: That's pretty cool.
4: To have a pair of front row tickets to the Ford's Theater from April 14th, 1865. Seems like they'd be hard to sell, though. You want these old things? They're old pieces of paper. Um... These were not seats that were next to Lincoln. You know, Lincoln was up at yeah, the Yeah, it was in the balcony. Right.
3: Oh no, um, well, in a, in a what do they call that? The
4: where the Muppets sit. Yeah. That's what I was calling. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> mezzanine? What is it?
5: No. <laughs> yeah, no, let's see uh the the box. Yeah. Kind of. Where the
4: two old Muppets sit. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. It's a
3: moving moment. I've they should move s- it to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I've never sat in those seats, have you? Um yeah, once at uh New Jersey Pack. Is yeah. it good? Are yeah. they, are they uh, yeah, good yeah, seats? Yeah. Yeah, they're good seats. They're so like you're. It's sort of like the balcony, but you're alone. But you're right, and but it, you're up close to the stage, though. You're closer, right? Yeah, you're a little closer. The best part is they come serve you all the time. They're always there. Oh, see, that's you get, nice. You, get, uh, you know, yeah. And if you go see the Nutcracker, it's a great place to sleep, and no one can see you. <laughs> you can you can sleep, and you can do a lot of things in there. Dude, really, mm. I
4: love the Nutcracker, but it is so long. <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: like any of that stuff. It's.
4: I was in the Nutcracker, and it was so long. Oh, you are a a the Sugar <laughs> Plum Fairies. I was not a Sugar Plum Fairy. I didn't do Toe Point, so I couldn't do that. You're but I. Soldiers, I was one of the soldiers. (laughs) Harold calls her a nutcracker. (laughs) All right, this is kind of interesting. Things hold on, I have to cough. (laughs) Sorry, I'm still recovering. Um, things Europeans do that make no sense to Americans. Okay, this was something on Reddit.
5: Oh, please tell me the mayonnaise on fries in Belgium is on there, dude.
4: I don't mind mayonnaise on fries. I like. Um, I'm Canadian, but it's... Oh, I'm not Canadian. I'm reading this thing. Uh, I'm Canadian, but it's always baffled me that some Europeans consider a half hour's worth of driving a very long time. That wouldn't c- c- even get me out of the area I consider local. Would right. consider over like 30 minutes a long drive? No. No. I do oh, that every yeah. day,
5: twice. I don't even think about that. In
4: That's- Germany, apartments supposedly don't normally come with a kitchen. It's purchased and installed by the tenant.
3: What? Yeah. I couldn't live in Europe, man. Everything's missing stuff. And it's small. Everything's small. Oh, I went to France, the yeah. bedroom with a queen bed, and it was considered, a. you're in the master. And I went up there. It's like your shed in your backyard.
4: I went to France, too, and it was very, I was. we were sharing a room. I was 18 at the dirty, time. Dirty,
3: disgusting.
4: Well, it wasn't disgusting. It was a nice hotel, but it was so was tiny dirty. and very... Um, outdated and old which I don't know if it is outdated and old to them but to me remember how you
3: got hot water did you have this in your hotel my hotel had two high powered high voltage lines coming up the shower head and there was a little I guess in the shower head itself is a little like heating element it heats
4: it yeah no, thank you. Hello. And then, and then what else is weird is oh, you need adapters for every outlet. Everything. So you can't, if you don't bring the right adapter with you, because I remember I brought an adapter, but it wasn't the proper one. I had to borrow one. Yep. Otherwise, you can't use your hairdryer.
5: Well, there's, there's usually a standard across
3: Europe for that stuff. And you know why French people are so skinny? The elevators. Oh, they're so small. You can't get in unless oh, you're claustrophobic. Like, yeah.
4: Um, also, the thing that I found weird in Europe is paying to use the public restroom. You have to pay oh. to use the bathroom. Well, we used
3: to have that here.
4: Yeah. Well, really?
5: Yeah. I remember trying to, like, push the doors open in Denmark, and I'm like, I can't get it. And this guy next to me, obviously local, elbows me, holds up a coin, puts it in the thing, and then goes through. And I'm like, oh whoopsie, I got to pay to pee. We used to have that here.
4: Um, two other things that got got me, uh, a fr- I went to go visit one of my friends. She was an exchange student in Wales. And so I went over there um, one Christmas to visit her. And everybody smokes. It's not taboo. Yeah. Everybody, like, doesn't matter what your age is, everybody smokes all the time. And the weird thing that they have over in, uh, in, in England is, you know how here you have a... Uh, cigarette pack and what is it in there 20 it's like 10 and 10 yeah right so they have small packs that look like a tiny little skinny pack that has like 5 to 7 cigarettes in or maybe it's 10 and then you have like a jumbo pack that looks like a huge pack of crayons but it's cigarettes and you can get like a ultra jumbo pack of cigarettes or a regular pack or a super small pack of cigarettes and I found that super strange the other thing that gets me this isn't really it might be in Europe but for Mm. me it was South America South America hot right So it blows my mind that they don't have air conditioning there. And they do in some places, but it's not normal to use air conditioning. Uh Like We went to Columbia, no air conditioning. Nobody has air conditioning in their house. How'd you sleep? My husband knows his wife very well and we got a hotel instead of staying with family and the hotel had air conditioning, oh. but you couldn't turn it on. You couldn't leave it on all the time. So when you got to your room, you would take your key and slide your key in this little thing and that's what would turn the air on.
5: Oh, wow. So we
4: got two keys and I left one in there at all times. So when I came back to the room, it wasn't scalding hot. It was nice and cool. And did it work at all? Yeah, no, it did. And the, the bed was hard as a rock, they but it was... send
5: you the electric bill at the end of the month?
4: No, but it was weird. Nobody <laughs> Nobody turned their air conditioning on in their car Um, some of his family members had the air conditioning unit like above the door that you install and plug in almost like a window unit but it goes above Mm -hmm, the door mm -hmm. but it just blew my mind and nobody and everybody's used to it nobody it doesn't nobody's sweating
5: that's the thing a lot of those places that's just like in the culture you know over in Europe everything's small because it's those cities are old you yeah. know, I was so. in Amsterdam. I'm like, why is everybody riding bikes? And I look, and I'm like, oh, the streets and buildings were built before cars existed, so you didn't have to make them wide enough for a car. It's interesting, right? You know, all the stairs are like ladders, and I'm like, what's going on here? It's like, well, you had to jam five people in there, you know, yeah. 500,000 people or whatever. The place is 700 years old. Our country's only 200, so...
4: So, uh, finally, the Writers Guild has reached a tentative agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers to end its strike after nearly five months. So, I haven't really been paying much attention to it because it doesn't really affect my life a whole incredibly much.
1: Uh,
5: What lame sequels are they going to come out with now? I
4: don't know, (laughs) but here's the interesting part. They're going to be a little rusty because they haven't written in, what, five months? Right. So oh, yeah. I feel like when they come back, they're going to need a little practice. It might sound weird.
3: And now a message from the
6: WGA on their tentative agreement with the AMPTP.
9: We be happy to get back to work. After a five-month strike, our writing may be a bit rusty, but we will make sure to dot our T's and cross our I's. We remember I before E except after Z. As we type scripts, we no use thesaurus because brain be good. All strike and no work make Jack a poor boy. Now we return to writers' room for shows like NICS, Law and Order, SUV, and Chicago DP writers make boom happen on screen (laughs) it could take a while to get back the correct spelling of your and their that one may never be right please be patient the wga is very happy for the writers and whoever watches our shows wait whomever is it whoever or whomever oh i never know i know it's crazy right
2: crazy talk (laughs) rick jill and smokestack Having fun with a world gone crazy.
3: Powerball eight hundred thirty-five million. This is a sunny update brought to you by Far and Farah. Um, estimated eight thirty-five. This next Damn, drawing, fourth largest kidding? in the games history. Eight thirty-five. Yep.
5: Eight thirty-five. Cash value three ninety. I'll wow. take it. <laughs> Wait, three ninety? Yeah. Out of eight thirty-five, three ninety. I thought maybe at least four something. No. 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 Three ninety. They send the rest to Ukraine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's... Why do you even play? All right, so everybody's kissing the ass
3: of the UAW, the uh, United Auto Workers Union, you know. Uh, Trump planned on going there weeks ago. But all of a sudden, gee, it's funny. Since this poll came out where Trump is ahead, if it were a general election today, he would win by 10 10 percentage points? Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden, Biden's going there. Oh, this ought to be be great. You know, Biden, over the last two weeks, has deteriorated so much. Oh, my God. But
4: isn't it funny how he did it? Like, Trump's been planning on going tomorrow?
3: Uh, Planning on going tomorrow.
4: And then Biden's like, well, I shouldn't say Biden. He doesn't know where he is. His people are like, "Uh, you need to go two days before him. We're going to put you there two days before he is.
3: Now, he just... um, he just uh, spoke in front of the Black Congressional Caucus, and th- that went really well. Two of
4: the
6: great artists of our time, representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America,
3: LLJ, Cool J, uh. Uh, and now he's going to speak in front of the UAW. This ought UAW. Be- uh, it's, it's a United Alpaca Washers. <laughs>
5: I used to wash alpacas back at Scranton. (laughs)
3: Yeah, this guy is just uh, toast here. See you know what he's talking about here. So today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. That wasn't bad. Because we have money coming out our ass, so he's going to give another forty.
1: What? First Stop! Of all, he made a mistake
3: there. He's so used to saying billion, it's actually a million. It's forty million. So, you, yeah, you should. Feel, so anyway, he explains the rest of it here. Listen, we call the PGPI anyway.
6: <laughs> <laughs> this ought to be great. Yeah. So we call the PGPI anyway. Doesn't matter what we call it, but that's
3: what
5: it is. It doesn't yes. matter what we call it, but that's what we're just it is. giving more money
3: to people because it's not our money; it's your money. Who cares? Yeah, we're giving forty million to the Pacific Islanders Fund so they can better their. Why are we giving other people money? Yeah, we don't have any. We have none. Handing any money to we're us? We're broke. Well, no Last
5: time anybody handed us money, you remember yeah. that? No, none.
3: None. none. Let Ever- me go to. Let me go. This guy's going to say what you're thinking. Miguel Leon. He does a podcast. He's a former wrestler.
5: The American people are the biggest slaves of any citizenship in the entire world, because the American people are the only people that are told, go work super hard, go take a massive amount of your life, and we're going to take at least half your money. And when we take half your money, we're going to send it overseas, or we're going to mismanage it, or we're going to send it over here for quote-unquote aid. Where's our mother? Where's our aid from Kuwait or any of these other rich countries to fix our homeless problem? Do You ever notice that none of the other citizens on the planet work so that we can have a better here in America? You know, it's always the other way around. Why the f- are we, the citizens of the United States of America, financing the well-being of every other f- country
3: in this planet? Until people wake up to that and say no more, f- it's going to continue. This land of the free. That's Joke, Land of the mother of worker bees is what we are. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a
4: fan of greed, but we've given enough. Enough is enough.
5: No, it's insane what we've done. At the same time, like, isn't our country built on the fact that, like, you get what you work for? Yeah, it's a meritocracy, yep. But not not so much anymore, though. But the
3: communists that are coming up now don't like that. They want equal outcome. Even our vice president says so. She wants equal outcome. So, so, so people that work hard get the same outcome as people that don't work hard? All right, then no one has any incentive to work hard. And you see, communism doesn't know human nature. You know, our vice president, Kamala Harris, doesn't understand human nature. She doesn't understand much of <laughs> anything. But, I mean, human nature doesn't work that way. You will do more for you and your family than you'll do for anybody else. But communism, its premise is different. You know, from each according to his ability to each according to his need. It never works that way, Ever. That's why capitalism, as ugly as people make it seem, is works because you're working for yourself. Now, are people generous? We're the most generous nation in the world. And capitalism, and it's a fact. To quote Biden Jack, that capitalism has brought more prosperity to more people, lifted more people out of poverty than any other country in the history of man. But yet we got people here, communists, just like people like AOC, Kamala Harris, our president, you name it. There's half a dozen of them in Congress right now. True communists that want to destroy all that because capitalism is awful because people have unequal outcomes. Well, guess what? Some people are lazy and some people work their ass off and there's people in the middle. That's the way life is. You can't legislate outcome. When you do that, it's communism. When communism hits, 110 million people die over time because then you have to force
5: people to do what you want them to do. So that was good. I mean, it's it's true. I mean, think about the way we, we do get taxed. What happens if you don't? So, AOC, Ocasio,
3: Alexandria, Ocasio, this, this I'm telling you, uh, evil hides in strange places. I know a lot of Latino friends of mine that are swayed by her looks. They think, oh, she's ha, She's a beautiful Latina. That Mira, doesn't mean anything. She's very pretty. How could you say bad things about her? Look at her. She's beautiful. What the hell does that matter? She's an evil person. You know what? You catch her behind closed doors, it make you sick. Remember, she was a bartender. She won a contest. It's not like she worked her way up to being, Right. you know, she's a doctorate in political science. People don't know that. No. She's a goof. She's a very angry goof who's a communist. So anyway, um, she's also a politician. She's, she's a good politician because she knows what she's working with. You know, uh, AOC last year, Was asked by the UAW, hey, you're a Democrat. You're always talking about helping the UAW, the union that builds the cars in America. Why do you have a Tesla? She has a Tesla Model 3. Mm. And last year, she vowed to replace the Tesla with a union-made electric vehicle. Only problem is, you see, is that Tesla is the only vehicle that you for sure can go 100 miles speeding or whatever you want and be assured you'll make it 100 miles. American vehicles, you can't do it. Remember, we just had the Secretary of Energy, that lying sack, what's her name, Granholm? Remember, she took an F-150. Was it an F-150? It was some kind of electric vehicle from Ford. And drove it and had to make sure that she could reach the first charging station. She cut in line in front of a bunch of other people trying to charge their cars? Well, she didn't cut in line. She sent her forward team in a gas-powered car to block a charging station at a place where it was 100 degrees, people waiting online for the charging station. She had her people cut in front of them. One family was hugely pissed. They Mm -hmm. called the police. Yeah, because she sent her guy with a gas car to sit in front of the electric thing to hold her spot because she's important. Parked in the electric charging spot space, this family with children, babies in the back seat, boiling heat, car running up, couldn't run the air conditioning because the battery was running dry. She cut in front of them. They called the police. The police came, of course. She's a politician, you know, so they talked them way out of, you know, getting a ticket or getting arrested. But that's what's going on. So they're asking, uh, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, hey, This year, you said last year you were going to buy a Ford. What are you going to do this year? You still have that stupid Tesla. Problem with the, the quality? Is it a problem with the style? Is the market just not there?
9: Uh, no. The,
7: our car was purchased uh, during the pandemic when travel, mass- before a, a vaccine had come out. So travel between New York and Washington, the safest way that we had determined was an EV. But that was prior to um, some of the new models coming out on the market that had the range available. Uh, but we're actually looking into trading in our car now. So, We're looking into it, and hopefully we will soon. Right.
5: Yeah, like like Jennifer Granholm did. Gosh, that lady just take this quarter, go downtown, and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Yep. Now
3: Pete Boot Edge Edge is out there. This guy, you know, this guy is Boot Edge Edge. This is a this is a slicker, no slicker, a slick, uh, polished. Professional liar, as opposed to Pepe Le Pew, um, Jean. She is Karine. not professional. No, she's she's she sucks she's, at it. She's very bad. This guy, uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people look at him and go, "Yeah, I trust him." Yeah, I know a
4: lot of people that like him.
3: Yeah, he's not he's not to be trusted. This is this is the evilest form of evil. Is that even a word? Evilist? Evilist? Huh? Yeah, because he, you can actually he's lying to you, and you look at him and you think. Oh, maybe he's not. He seems like he's telling me the truth. He's well, that just... makes him good at it. No, it's sickening. So here he is after the ABC News poll came out about President Biden. If there were a general election today, he'd be losing by 10 points. He came out and said this.
10: Well, look, uh, we all know the economic pressure that Americans have felt uh, when the president took office. The economy was flat on its back. But we're also getting extraordinary results. More than 13 million jobs created. That's... No,
3: those are jobs that came back after the pandemic. Don't lie to us yeah, anymore. Yep. Everybody. knows that that's more than
10: any presidential term in american history and yes it takes a while for people to feel the full benefits of those results just like it's going to take a while to build all of the infrastructure that we're now underway on
5: do you see any
10: um i
5: don't see any no no i mean it's going to take a while i have seen fixed are worse than they were before yep you're correct (laughs) i mean if you go
3: ahead
5: oh when you go down orange avenue right there by uh when you get past michigan Just before you get to the uh, Winnie Palmer area. They've been working on that whole right lane for, I don't know, two years. Mm, And I went over the new asphalt the other day. I was like, don't tell me this is done.
3: (laughs) I don't know. To be fair, I think that's state money. I'm not sure if that's federal funds.
5: Regardless, this guy's in charge of that stuff. And I think more of my funds go to the federal thing than they do go to the state.
10: Well, yeah, with the president's generational infrastructure bill, but he got the bill done after president after president, Congress after Congress couldn't make it happen. He did. We're getting the results on the economy. And one other thing that I think is really important uh, is that the American people agree with us and not with congressional Republicans. Really? Oh,
5: knock it off. (laughs) You check with all of them? Every American person? (laughs) Yeah, all all the people that are paying $4 for gas and $100 for a single bag of groceries, you you ask them? What a professional hack, man. Perverts! Perverts!
3: Perverts!
2: Everywhere you look, there's perverts!
3: Seminole County Sanford Police Monday continued to search for that guy. Remember, we told you about him exposing himself to a middle school, a few middle-, middle school girls, and then grabbed at one's backpack. She had to let the backpack go and run for help. Sanford cops said the group of middle school age girls uh, walked to school that day. It was on Friday. The identified uh, Gerald Eugene Wynn 23 years old for exposing himself they're still looking for him when they realize hang on a second i got to turn down that <laughs> stupid pervert music <laughs> It's so catchy, though. You know, one day, I, you know, I had a dream last night that one day we had professional radio equipment to do the show with. Really?
0: What was
1: yeah. it like?
3: That was a dream. I, don't know why I woke up. I was in shock. It woke me up. It shook me awake. It was very The scary. lack of
5: chaos was disturbing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Go ahead.
0: When they
4: realized that he was following, um, they ran and then contacted their parents. And those parents contacted us immediately.
7: Sanford police say they now believe similar encounters have happened with the
5: same suspect, but they went unreported. It does seem like this is something that he's possibly done for a number of days, if not weeks, prior to the, being reported to us.
3: Perverts! 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 Everywhere you look It's perverts everywhere.
10: I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. So, if anyone
3: has any info regarding this pervert, uh, the number is 800 423 8477. That is Crime Line. You can call the Sanford Police Department or just call 911. Just takes one, one wiener chopped off, and people stop doing it. All right. Let's see what else we got here that's fun. Dr. Phillips, you guys know more about this than I do. Oh, yeah, this is... I just know the area. Well, there's a growing push in the Dr. Phillips community of Orange County to stop hundreds of new apartments. Those people that live in those things, those boxy things. Ugh from being built in busy
5: shopping centers. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, a
4: really busy one, and it's a super high-rise, yeah?
5: You ever been down to that Sand Lake area? Yep. It takes you 30 minutes to make a left-hand turn mm. anywhere. And now they want to add, like, what, 800-something apartments just right here. What, are you going to widen wow. the roads? No, 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 no. no. We're just going to put them here. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they just stick them everywhere. It's go. It was going on in Seminole County for a while. Now it's, well, it's still going on in Seminole County. Mm-hmm. These apartments are going up like weeds. We have one going up in our neighborhood, which is hilarious because it's
4: right across from where one of the pools are. It was like a used to be a Federal Credit Union, and they knocked it down, and they're going to build apartments there. And originally, the blueprints that people were like, "Oh, does it have its own parking garage?" and they're like, "No," and everyone's like, "What?" So you're going to build a building with all these units, not give anywhere people anywhere to park when it's already hard to park there. It's already getting crowded, but they're well. going up left and right.
3: This is going to be an 850-unit apartment building. Uh, some of the residents are saying they're destroying our community. It's a 1,500-car, eight-story hyperdevelopment. I think having it right here in an area that was zoned for retail and trying to rezone it for uh, residential is wrong because that's not the original it- intent. Not only do neighbors see it as a bad fit, they're especially worried about what it could mean for their already congested roads. The gridlock would be ridiculous. All the roads here at Dr. Phillips are being overtaxed. And I would suspect with another six, seven, eight hundred units, we would see that much more traffic. We're not opposed to growth, but we we want smart growth. Okay. yeah, this is happening everywhere. They stick the units and this is part of that 15 city plan, 15 minute city plan, because Uh, in Sanford, what they do is they stick the uh, apartment unit right in the middle of the shopping area so
5: you can can walk everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, that way you don't have to go anywhere because you don't need to go
3: anywhere. You stay put. (laughs) (laughs) But the problem is with this... Doctor Phillips' thing is: you're not talking 850 people. You have to multiply that by uh, like maybe four three, per unit or whatever. Well, three and a half is with the, the, the typical. Sometimes stand.
4: two. I mean, it might be a couple. It might be a. Family. But the average
3: is three and a half yeah. people. It's husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, and sometimes kid. kid okay, yeah. Know? So now you now you're talking. You know, 2,400 people going into an area. He's right.
5: You know, if you dro- I haven't been there in a while because I couldn't stand going no, down there. So crowded. It's, no, it's that's same. That's the hard part too It's like Even if you did want to go somewhere The amount of traffic Could keep you from leaving What's that restaurant I used to go down there I mean I only go once a year With family Because it was so expensive
3: The it's Bang right- Fish no, no, no! Um, it's the other one. It's when you t- when you get off well, I- Well, Rocco
4: 4- Tacos is Rocco's Tacos is no. Right no it's there. a fine
3: re- fine dining. Fine dining. We used to, they used to advertise. We used to give away gift certificates for them. The moon with they an used F. To m- with an F. Flemings. Flemings. Yeah, we used to go up there to Flemings, and then across the street after Flemings, we used to go to that bar. It was like a Mexican bar. Okay. Enormous. I don't think it's there anymore.
4: Are you shouldn't sure be talking about Rocco's Tacos. You're talking about a different area.
3: No, no, right there, Doctor Phillips, yeah. the main road. Yeah. So. Huh. But that was crazy, the traffic there then. Oh, it's then, insane. It's that was insane. like five years ago. Even no,
4: turning right, like just to turn right on the sand like to take a left into that shopping right. center, it's impossible.
3: Yeah. All right, seven years after it left Earth, I remember this. The, how do you say this? The Oresis-Rex spacecraft. That sounds about right. It was headed to an asteroid. It landed on the asteroid. A probe injected a capsule the size of a microwave oven into the asteroid to take a rock and soil sample. Biggest sample ever taken of an asteroid. The sample is believed to be around 4.5, hold on to your brain matter, 4.5 billion years old. Holy cow. It's the largest sample of any asteroid ever returned to Earth. So it's, it's is it here now? It's here they now. They went and got a sample of it. They yeah, retrieved we, we, a little sample of it.
5: It's pretty impressive to get one back.
3: Let me play Neil deGasse Tyson here, see what he has to say. Intersected a moving target. Bennu, an asteroid, it did a touch-and-go, grabbed material, came back to Earth, deployed that that capsule,
8: and it keeps going, Is going to visit more asteroids. Isn't that incredible? It's amazing!
4: Do you know who had a hand in getting a piece of that asteroid? A
5: Was piece your... of that what? Do you... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Don't make me laugh, I go into coughing fits. <laughs> Do you know how to... Who had a hand in this whole thing?
5: Who? Oh, which blows a piece my of asteroid? Yeah. Yes.
4: Is uh, Queen guitarist Brian May. What? Do you know he's a real life, he's an actual astrophysicist?
3: No, I didn't know that. Get yeah. out of here. He
4: did, and he, apparently he created a stereoscopic image to ensure that the spacecraft could have a safe landing and get the asteroid. Yeah, he had a whole, he's got a degree, but he actually applies it regularly.
5: Oh, that, I love when you find stuff like that out. Like, who's that guy we interviewed, Rick? Um... Ken Jong, oh yeah, he's a doctor. uh, Yeah, he's an actual doctor from From The Hangover. You were saying like he's a real doll. Oh, oh, Dolph Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. You will lose. Yeah, that guy.
3: Have to, what did he say? Have I to, must If break he break dies, you. he dies. I would break you. I would break you. Uh, they were talking about uh, the science guy, Bill Nye. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, somebody said they were getting their opinion from Bill Nye. And he goes, why do not you ask Dolph Lung, Lung, Fest, whatever Lunger. his name is. Why do not you ask? And the guy goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, he, Bill Nye's nothing. Dolph Lunger has four degrees. And he started reading them off. He's, uh, physics, uh, uh, molecular biology. Yeah, it's crazy. A master's, a doctor. Dolph Lung. Lundgren. I know. You know what's so
4: funny, too? I didn't re- even realize this until... Don't judge me. I watched um, Sylvester Stallone's reality show, The Family Stallone. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone and Dolph Lundgren are like best friends in real life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, you know, it's funny because they were enemies in the movie, but right, they are right, like right. best friends. They, Him and Dolph and his wife and are like BFF with so- Stallone and like his whole family.
3: Yeah, wow. Dolph, yeah, he's supposed to <laughs> be like a genius. That's incredible. Like, like, IQ of five billion or something. Uh, some of James Woods, too. <laughs> yeah, James Woods is pretty smart, too. All right. Uh, you choose your news. All right. Wingsuit sky. Diver in France or a man on the beach sees a body. Oh, I'll go with the Ooh. body. Uh, yeah, let's see the body. Man Sorry, on card. the beach sees a body and steals the cell phone out of his pocket. What oh. a jerk. This is in Florida, isn't it? Yeah, right here. Altamont Spring Man was arrested on Wednesday on accusations he stole a cell phone belonging to a man found dead on the beach, according to the Port Orange Police Department.
9: Who does that?
3: David Pena, 36, was taken into custody Wednesday. Cops said law enforcement found a body on the beach at Canaveral National Seashore. It's beautiful down there, near Kennedy Space Center, June 1st. Investigators identified the person as Angel Farge of Orlando. An autopsy indicated that Farge had likely drowned and suffered a broken neck. According to the investigation, Farge's family was adamant that Farge always kept his iPhone, it's a Pro Max 13, with him at all times. A couple of days later, Farge's brother received a call from Pena who told the brother that another man had Farge's belongings and was trying to sell it.
5: Little yeah, jerk. it's not me. It's someone else. I'm just calling you out of the blue to let you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, after the brother told Pena that Farge was dead, Pena explained he needed to speak with the other man with Farge's belongings to gather information and would call back. Pena then hung up the phone. Nearly a month later, detectives said they discovered the phone had been taken and sold. At an eco ATM, which used to sell certain electronics for cash, data from the sale indicated that Pena had sold it for one hundred twenty bucks. What? You, using the data, investigators said they were able to identify Pena, and a warrant was issued. He's under arrest, two hundred thousand dollars bond. Kind of a scumbag. You got to be
5: like, well, you're not going to make any calls now. I'm taking this. Yeah, that's what a exact, jerk. Wow. It's stuff Rick
3: finds while surfing on the internet.
2: On the internet. On the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day.
3: Alright, you pick Joe which one you want to do first. Do
4: Michelle first, because the other two are funny.
3: Michelle Obama, and all uh, right this is this is something else. This
4: is like a, I don't know if it was a convention or something, but it's it's her, and then behind her is Whoopi Goldberg, and she's standing up and they're honoring and praising Harvey Weinstein.
9: I wanna start by thanking Harvey Weinstein for organizing this amazing day. Harvey. This is possible because of Harvey. Uh, He is a wonderful human being, a good friend, and uh, just a powerhouse. And the fact that he and his team took the time to make this happen for all of you should say something not about me or about this place, but about you. All right, everybody,
3: we are here because of you. You know, the thing is, is, about everybody's afraid that, uh, you know, everybody who doesn't want uh, Democrats to win the next presidential election are afraid of Michelle Obama, right? Right, right. And I'm thinking, and, and there's a likelihood that people will vote for her simply because it's she's who she tells you she is, because she's not. And that's the funny part is because... In that instance, she and everybody else in that room knew what Harvey Weinstein was up to. Absolutely. They, they all knew, and they did this anyway. And it's so funny because this is before he was caught, by the way, but people knew what was going on. And Whoopi Goldberg is
4: sitting behind her, clapping and applauding. And it's hilarious. I can tell you right now, on one hand, five friends of mine that 100 percent, if Michelle Obama is the nominee, they will vote for her no matter what. Not knowing or caring what she stands for, her they will vote fame for her.
5: ruining school mm-hmm. lunches.
4: <laughs> but they will. They'll vote for. Her.
3: Isn't that something? And
4: if you go why are you voting for Michelle Obama? They'll go, uh well, uh well, uh you know cuz she was married to Barack and uh and she's not and, and she's not Trump <laughs> and so they can't they probably couldn't name one thing that she stands for that they like no. other than but they still would because of the because of the people they surround themselves with,
3: and that's why the end is coming. Uh, you know, that's just it, right there. I told you, it's looks or what they think they know about somebody. That's and not nobody, true.
4: everyone's scared to think for themselves. Nobody yeah. wants to research for themselves because they don't want to say, "Oh, well, I'm going to vote for this person." Well, why? Well, at least if you have a reason, why? Yeah, Joan, that's your prerogative. You could vote for the, the great thing about America is you could vote for whoever the hell you want to vote for. Yeah,
5: Joan Rivers did her own research on Michelle Obama. And hey, do you think that the country will see the first the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman? Well, we president? We have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh.
4: It's okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's okay. We all know.
3: Have you seen that picture? I know it's probably garbage. Yeah, it but- seems
5: Photoshopped, and it seems a little bit of a stretch, but... Joan River Why would she say that There's a birth certificate
3: With Michael on it I mean there's so much stuff Well you're never what? gonna find out I didn't know about that Oh yeah There's all kinds of stuff out I mean you don't know What's real anymore It's hard to tell you know Yeah But uh, but my point being Forget all that junk And the transgender stuff It's just that You are hearing her Literally Praising Harvey Weinstein A guy who abused women His entire career She knew it Everybody in the audience Knew it And yet there she is And you would vote for her That's crazy right yeah. I think it is all right, tipping and being forced to tip, and now you go to Starbucks and when you go buy a drink, thank god i don 't go there anymore. you go buy a drink it says that 's the screen that comes up. You have to go through the screen that says five two and one dollars no
4: it's, but it 's gotten even worse in some places. It used to be fifteen 15- 20, 25, maybe. Oh, percentage. Now, now the percentage starts at 20. It goes like 20, 22, 25, or other. Yeah, force tipping. Yeah, and then you feel like an ass if you hit other, you know, like in front of... So I feel like a lot of it's peer pressure, but the, but the people that are getting tipped... If you'll hear this girl in just a second are so greedy they're like what's going on with everybody what's with it? why isn't anyone tipping me 30%
5: 30 tipping is nuts
4: anyone else in the service industry please tell me what the f- is going on this summer like are people out of their COVID money? What
5: is the deal? I'll tell you what's happening. We don't want to tip anymore.
4: Yeah.
5: We don't want to do it. It's definitely tip fatigue. If I'm asked to tip everywhere, I'm yep. going to tip nowhere. Yeah. And then in addition, stuff has gotten more expensive. 20% is so much. Yeah. I mean, the Lord only asks for 10. Right. Great
10: right? point. <laughs> right. He
5: only wants a 10. And that's the Lord. Yeah. The Lord wants 10. Yep. <laughs> and
2: Stephanie wants 20. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and finally this lady got fired from her job For being trans Yeah
4: so this uh, I was I had to click on it because I was like I gotta see what this is about She's hilarious This is obviously mockery But it's really funny
9: So I got fired from my job for being trans So story time Two days ago I was late for work And my boss called me into her office And she said hey Michelle You have been late a lot What's going on And y'all I just told her I told her I was trans. And she said, what's got to do with you being late? I told her I was trans late. And she said, what's that? I said, I'm late, but I identified with being early. And she still (laughs) fired me. The worst part about this is that she's seen me transitioning. She's seen me transitioning the last three months. So she knew something was going on. But she still fired me. So can y'all please get this video into the right hands? Because i see what y'all did for others, so I just need y'all to do the same for me. Because at this point, she can't get away with this. And like I said, I'm new to the trans community, so I don't know if there's some kind of trans caucus or some kind of trans headquarters that I need to go to and I can talk to the head. A trans person or he, he, she, or him, them, their... Us the ye. I'm not sure what their pronouns is, but if somebody could just help me and point me to the right direction, I really appreciate it. <laughs> it's stuff
2: Rick finds while surfing on the internet. Trans headquarters on the internet. On the internet. <gasps> he may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day. The sunny updates. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the
3: world gone crazy. You have to uh, scratch Smokestack off of there. We lost him to the bathroom. Yep. It'd be an hour.
4: He couldn't hold it anymore. He'll be back shortly. So I love things like this. Anything that's like salacious and I can look inside somebody else's relationship and get like a behind the scenes. Hmm. Things aren't always what they appear no. to some people. No. You know, especially with social media, you might look at someone and go, wow, look how happy they are. Everything's so perfect. And then you see what's really going on. Yep or maybe they're your friends in real life and you're like oh wow well, they have everything they have money and a beautiful house and beautiful children and then you find out some stuff and you're like oh i guess not i guess not everybody has it all together you know
3: god what was that movie See, I'm bad at this stuff. And, Analogies and, are not your thing. No, no, it wasn't an analogy. I'm bad at other stuff, too, like describing movies. It was a movie where they lived across from each other. It was the happy, white, suburban family, all perfect and everything. Oh, is this just, the, the Joneses with Demi a, Moore? No, it was Demi Moore, and then across the street is the guy. Um, he's a big actor. He, I know. So they the, were best friends, and they'd hang out, and then he finds out later the guy's like a super, super murderous terrorist guy. Oh, no, I didn't he was know planning, that one. He was planning another, yeah, and, it was, and it's, it's just a little suburban naked. You know how they make it up? It's a little suburban neighborhood. Everything's perfect. Right.
4: The just- movie I'm thinking of is, um, it's called The Joneses with Demi Moore and David uh, David Duchovny and they're marketing people that are planted in neighborhoods to try to sell you products, right? So, they're put there. They're not really married, but they pose as a family. Right. And so, the kids are going to market things to high school age kids and the mom markets things to the mothers in the neighborhood and the dad to the dads to try to sell product whether it be luxury cars, clothing, jewelry, food. They have dinner parties and invite people over. You know, keeping up with the Joneses so yeah. the neighbors see what they have and they want it too well it turns out like the, one of the neighbors tries to keep up with him and buy everything that he sells but he's really incredibly in debt right. and, and winds up going crazy because he's he right. owns all this money but it's, it's interesting movie oh, I don't
3: remember that one
4: um, this is things people
3: didn't learn about
4: their partner until they were married. Ooh. Anything you found out about Ange after you were married that you no, didn't know beforehand? No, this time,
3: I make sure it's a new. I mean, I, yeah, no. Mm-mm.
4: I didn't know my husband could sew until after we were married. She's gonna get mad. Oh, that I, kind, this. that
3: kind of thing.
4: <sighs> like, I needed something sewn, and he was like, Oh, what is it? How-? Like, I can sew a button back on something, but I can't sew like a seam. To- well, I could sew a seam together too. I don't have a sewing machine, or if I need to like let out something, I have to bring it to the seamstress, right? Right.
5: You got to let stuff out. That's always harder than stitching stuff back together. Right.
4: But my husband can like sew.
5: Really? Yeah. Went you know, to econ class. I don't know how, but he knows how to sew. You never, you don't, I can darn a sock. You can do what? Darn a sock where you fix darn that. sock? You can what darn do you mean?
4: a sock where in the town square?
5: What yeah, of so course. Cool. What do you mean darn a sock? Yeah, like socks get you know uh, a threadbare on the bottom. There's a way to fix that. I'm mean, gonna do it. I now, mean, I can sew up
4: a hole. It won't look like super aligned. I can't do any of that
5: stuff. I can fix a pocket. Pocket. I can put on a button. I can. I can put on a button. Well, if you have any auto repair,
3: come see me, but I can't do buttons.
4: So here's things that people didn't learn about their partner until they were married. I knew he was messy since I had been in his house before we were married, but once we were under the same roof, it got out of control. There was clutter everywhere. He started compulsively buying unnecessary stuff. After 14 years, he is now my ex. Wow, he was so messy, you divorced him. What do you
5: mean? You clean stuff all the time? (laughs) That sounds like work.
4: Speaking of, this lady said her husband had the most atrocious farts that ever existed. She said, I can't describe how bad they are, and I had no idea until we got married. Uh, one guy didn't She's know about with his... him.
9: with
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: You know that whole better for worse thing? I don't know if you right. know that part, but yeah, 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 yeah. that's, no, that's no, in there not. somewhere. Um, there's also a guy that didn't know his wife was addicted to soap operas. <laughs> I used to love soap operas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't really gotten it. I she feel like they're all the person? same. Turned on Days of Our Lives the other day. Marlene is possessed by the devil again, which she was again? in 1989.
3: Yeah, oh. they just are. I liked Young and the Restless.
4: Yeah, yeah, I I I dabbled in all of them a little bit.
5: I was more of a general hospital guy.
4: Um, one guy said his wife fights in her sleep. She wiggles what? around and throws elbows and starts punching the air.
5: <laughs> That's special. Sounds like a separate bed situation.
4: My husband uh, talks in Spanish in his sleep. Does he? Yeah, I can't tell what he's saying, but he talks in Spanish.
5: Ooh, you need to get the translator. He could be saying all kinds of stuff that would... Oh, yeah, just call me when he starts he doing it. He
4: also has the ability... I'm not trying to out my husband or anything, because these aren't all that. thing. No, big. Well, so
3: far we know he's snow, he snores and he's... I mean, no, he, he doesn't snore either. And he's yeah. possessive, uh, you know, possessed.
4: No, no. He just talks in his Possessed, sleep, yeah. but in it's but in possession. Spanish. But he also has like a little inkling. What do you call it when um, somebody has intuition?
3: Yeah, yeah. Premonition like, or it,
4: it's? Uh, I don't know which it is, but he can see
3: through walls. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wish he's his very own X Men. No, when you can feel like there's a spirit in the room, you can feel oh, something there. Oh, he's intuitive.
3: He's, he's a in- clairvoyant. He's an intuitive. No, clairvoyant. You would have to talk to him. Oh.
4: Yeah, he can tell. Here. And so can my son. It's weird. They both can.
5: Two of them. They say kids can do that. I want the no part of it. The you are, the, the easier it Really? Is to I want no part up. of
4: it. No, they say... You know how they say the spirit comes to you if you're open and accepting? I'm yeah. not open nor accepting. Don't come to me. I want no part of it. I, really? I don't, I don't want... Cause then I have
9: rules. Then they mess I'm up like, the
3: house and I have to clean.
9: <laughs> exactly.
3: You know the blood splatter and the scratch uh, the back moving uh, pillows and stuff. What's with your baseboards?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the dirty again Now if I had a ghost that visited the house that cleaned, that'd be fine with me. Right. Where if I woke your up pledge? Yeah, like if I woke up and things were clean, yeah. that's fine with me. Weird. Uh Did you know you can cure panic attacks with something very interesting? Xanax. No. no, this is a non-drug and something that I think almost everybody likes. Pot. No. Oh. Sour Patch Kids. Wait, what? It says here if you feel a panic attack coming on, eat something like a sour patch, a Sour Patch Kid and it gives you an intense sensory experience that can break you out of your spiral and help ground you. So in other words, you're focused on the intense, like that... Heartness, really? Instead of focusing on what you're about to have a panic attack about. Oh,
5: so intense sensory
3: experience. Yeah. I hate candy so much, I'd rather have a panic attack. You hear you can do away with a migraine by putting your feet in really hot water? Hot water, water. With, I with heard that too. Salt. Yeah.
4: I heard that too. I'm mm-hmm. going to try
5: that next time. Because oh, doesn't it like it? Don't know. I think it's the the heat, like, your, it opens the blood flow, I guess. It allows the blood that's kind of just building up in your head to kind of drain away, I think. Hmm.
4: Also, cramps. If you suffer from cramps, eat Sour Patch Kids because it can trigger a specific set of receptors in your body that stops cramps. I had no idea. Wow. Um, have you tried driving out there lately? People are bad at driving. They're Dude, not good at
5: that. I they- saw a guy yesterday that didn't look up from his phone from Ivanhoe all the way to 408. I was Isn't driving that right next to him, looking over, like, dude, your kid's in the passenger seat. And he's just like, Ugh.
4: I saw a lady one time eating like a, uh, it wasn't, it, it was like a whopper with both hands, driving with her knees and eating the whopper with both hands.
5: Can't believe it. Oh, I got a, a topper for that. A few what? years ago, I was driving into work. I mean, it was three in the morning, not many people on the road. Dude had his dome light on with a newspaper, <laughs> reading the paper
4: while he's driving. Oh, wow. Was it a self-driving car? Was it a Tesla?
5: No, this is before Teslas. He's just out there reading the newspaper with his dome light on, just doing 60.
4: Well, I can't (laughs) get anywhere. And my husband laughs at me because he's like, how long have you lived here? The, one of my um,
3: Achilles heels, if GPS, you will. GPS, my wife too. I cannot get she anywhere She it without, on to go home, to go to work, to come home.
4: I'm so bad at directions. My husband will joke with me. We'll be driving. He'll go, now, if you didn't have GPS, could you find your way home from here? Say we go out. We went out to the winery one time in... And, um, and, uh, what's that town? El Howie Hills. No, no, no. Uh, uh,
3: Claremont. Claremont.
1: Um, and, Same difference. Okay. And he's like,
4: okay, if we didn't turn the GPS on, could you get home from here? And I said, eventually, I probably could. It would take me a minute, and I might have to turn around a couple times because I'd get lost. There are signs
5: that say where you where to go. No,
4: I know, but I'm I don't know the connectors. At Jill's house, right? With an so, arrow. I'm, so I'm like, okay, I know I have to get here, but there might be three steps between here and there, and I don't know what those are.
5: Yeah, but you've been here a long time. I've matter. been here
4: almost ten years. No, it doesn't matter. I lived in Tennessee for 27 years, and I still had to like figure out GPS wise how to get so places.
5: Could you get here tomorrow? Work Without is fine. Working.
4: No, work is fine. I work, I'm, I've, I've done so many times.
5: Yeah, she uses a map. That's easy.
4: MapQuest from back in the day. Map Quest. You remember that?
5: You'd have to print <laughs> yeah. the directions out. Which it was then- just
4: as dangerous because you had to print it out and then you had to look at the thing.
5: Oh, yeah. You had the big old Randall McNally <laughs> Atlas.
4: Oh, my gosh. Well, people <laughs> say that drivers would be safer if they didn't use GPS. I don't think that's true.
5: Nah, I don't have any problem. Well, you <laughs> got that guy that drove off the
3: bridge or the people who well, just drive people. into the ocean. You just had a guy, remember last last yes. two years ago, the
5: lady that drove into the water in the beach? And people were defending him going, well, maybe it was dark. <laughs> well, that, like the latest one, the what? guy that drove off the bridge that was out, his family suing Google, like it's their fault.
4: Yeah. And then the lady drove into... Did you measure the lady that drove they into drove the into, ocean?
3: Drove
5: right into the ocean. <laughs> and GPS. that was daylight. But yeah. the guy
4: that drove off the bridge, they were saying it was because it was dark out.
5: Okay. Oh, I don't know that whole story. But your high the, beam, on. I... I was worried about that, too. And I was like, maybe they got a case. And then I saw a picture of the bridge. The bridge has been out so long, like plants and stuff have grown across the road.
4: But then I guess the reason they're suing Google is why did the directions still take them over that said bridge if the bridge has been out for so long? I get it.
5: Uh, but even if the directions were wrong, how stupid are you to think that, well, I guess it's just through this forest and then I'll find it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be me. I wouldn't go off of a bridge, but I would go, this doesn't look right. I told you, and because GPS is not always right. Remember we had the team building thing we did where we all went bowling together? Oh. This was a couple years ago. Do you remember that?
9: Yeah.
1: And we yeah. were out
4: a pop car or some city right I never here go to.
1: 436.
4: Wait, <laughs> I have. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember that? I remember that. So I went, and for some weird reason, it kept having me make U turns. It was like, go down here and take a left. I took a left, and it was like, now, now go down here and take a left. Now go down here and take a left, and I was like. I
3: just took four laps, and I don't know where we're well, going. Well, I thought that was part of your special GPS because you never leave your Because I don't house. like to leave my neighborhood. You don't like to go anywhere. Every normal person wants to explore their surroundings. If that's not you, try the newest GPS
0: system from TomTom, Tom, the Jill Jill. Enter the destination you really should have visited by now. Mount Dora. Calculating. At the end of your driveway, turn right, then 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 turn right right again. Cool, I'm back in my driveway. You've reached your boring-ass destination.
10: (laughs) The Jill Jill
3: GPS system guides you to all the must-see locations in your area, like Ormond Beach,
1: Ocala, Holly in the Hills, Dr. Phillips? Ah, Who are we kidding?
0: I want to go to the driving beach. Calculating. (laughs) Please say your location again. The driving beach. Error. Nobody freaking calls it that. (laughs) How
4: about if we just stay home instead? I haven't left here in seven years. Why change now?
3: The Jill Jill GPS for when leaving Baldwin Park is not an option. I know. It's
2: crazy, right? Crazy talk. Now, stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill in Spokestad.
3: All right, so this happens a lot. I don't understand, but hey, you know, consider who we're dealing with here. Cops say Eric Thomas, 33 years old, called cops in reference to a theft. He is on Largo. In Tampa, upon being contacted by officers, Thomas stated he was selling marijuana and someone stole $10 from him while attempting to sell the marijuana. And you couldn't let that go, bud? Nope. <laughs> no, he couldn't let it go. Thomas said 11 baggies of pot in his hand, uh, according to an arrest affidavit, when they showed up. And he said, uh, well, it's legal in the state. Well, actually, yeah, well, no. Uh, Thomas made a spontaneous statement about getting robbed while attempting to sell the pot. Uh, Officer Ricardo Morales also noted Thomas was holding more than 40 grams of pot when collared. During a post arrest search of Thomas's car, they
5: reportedly found two baggies containing cocaine, too. Got him. Got he. You know why people rob drug dealers, man? Because they don't think they're stupid enough to go to the police about it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Stewart is a little tiny town in Iowa.
3: It's uh, flat. Insignificant looking You know okay. what I mean just like Yeah, yeah, yeah Stuart. Now it. we're
5: gonna get sued
3: You called us flat And insignificant <laughs> Well it's flat And Yeah it's insignificant Especially to the people Who built the water tower there Uh oh They have one water tower But it's aging And they repaired it But there's not enough water Because there's a lot of growth In Iowa okay. Iowa's beautiful uh, Stuart is just flat. So anyway, uh, the first problem started last year. They finished the new water tower. Now, both water towers are next to each other. The new one, they spelled the name wrong. It says start. Man. No, no, they didn 't. That was last year. We did the story, oh wait yeah, yeah. And then, and okay, so then they paid the, they told the construction company, you know this is your fault, you need to go fix it so then the construction company came out and tried to squeeze a u no, they didn 't yeah, they tried to que- squeeze a u between the t and the a, so they didn 't make it proportional, so the u would look like this just blob of black I have to letter look this up okay, so then that went away. They fixed it. they okay. went over it, they painted it white, and they painted Stewart on there. everything was fine year later. It's now a year later. This week, they just found out that the new water tower is eight feet taller than the old water tower. You okay. say, what's the big deal? Okay. Well, here's the problem. Because it's all about balancing the water. You've done experiments in high yeah, school when yeah. you did your science class. The water has to be level on both water towers right. or it doesn't work. One Correct. drains and the other doesn't. So now they can only fill the new water tower halfway. And this thing is enormous. Halfway because this one, the, the new one is eight feet taller than the old one. Okay. It's a big issue. They can't use the new water towers. Now they're
10: suing. No. Dude. The growing town of Stewart was hoping their brand new water tower would give them more water capacity. Trouble is, it's giving them less capacity than they paid for. Yep.
3: Dum dumb So now there's, it's just, it's a little town. So they have a city council of about three people and they all know Clearly. each other. You know, and then the people who are complaining look just like the people on the city council. Oh, swear, I reckon this tower is going to And then you got the people on the city. During the city council meeting, one of the councilmen, which is, again, there's only three of them. They all got yeah. the gallon hats on. He's calling the construction company. So the guy's talking to the city council. The city council's not paying attention. The guy's on the phone going, hey, you built this water tower all cock <laughs> on. Oh it's just, you got to watch a video. It's funny. I love uh, your redneck you face. just move at that point? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nobody moves out of this town. Nobody moves well, out nobody's of moving in, I'll tell you that. Well, there's no water.
4: ironic? So. <laughs>
9: Don't you think? A little too ironic. Yeah, I really
3: do think. All right. I'm just reading it as written. Uh-oh. The city of Palm Springs, California, has agreed to revise a proposed AIDS memorial sculpture. I remember this. <sighs> so the nine-foot limestone sculpture arrived. Uh, it's a mock up, the nine foot limestone sculpture, right? Proposed for a downtown park. It was designed by sculptor Philip K. Smith III. It looks like a donut with ridges on it. You Have know, you, see, you seen it? I'm yes. looking at
4: it now. I'm trying to pull it. Yeah, it doesn't it up. look
3: like a donut. No, it's got. It looks kind like a tire. A, yeah, yeah I, I guess you could say that. The opening at the center is an, oh is at eye level and uh, allows a view through the hole. Why does it look like this
4: though? Why did they make it like that?
3: Uh, it, it, do you remember the Raymond? Yeah, everybody, I was say, the everybody loves right Raymond right. Vagina episode yeah. where, where uh, Marie does a sculpture. She she's, she's convinced. she doesn't realize
4: that it looks like that, but everybody thinks it looks like
3: that. And then the nuns come over because right. she wants to get rid of it after she finds out what it looks like. But this
4: looks like a tire. When you said it looked like that, I thought legitimately there was going to be like two cheeks, and it was going to look like no, that. no, no, no,
3: no, no, no. It's remember, it's not the entire surface of the rear. It is just... Well, it says it no, in the not. story. They call it the <laughs> anus statue. Why? Why would you do that? The sculpture Memorial Space is supported to add great beauty and provide the opportunity for reflection and remembrance to evoke feelings of connection, reflection, and hope.
9: is bone oh. hello. hello. Is that the sculpture you intended to contribute to the church auction? Yes. Well, don't you think the subject matter is...
4: Might be... Inappropriate
9: <laughs>
4: subject matter? What do you mean? <sighs> Forgive me, but is that not a sculptor of... What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So uh, here's how it started. K-E-S-Q-T-V reported. Gene Brake, a local resident and founder of the Jose Sierra Foundation, told the news station... The proposed memorial looks like a graphic depiction of the backside of a human being. More bluntly, an anus. But it and doesn't,
4: must- though. Here's the thing: I'm looking at it. I'm like, but it doesn't, though. I mean, I could see where you could go. I, you I, I,
3: I, I, I begged a different. Like if you, I yeah. saw that yeah. art, looks- sitting,
4: if I saw that sitting in a park, that art, I'd go, oh, that looks like a tire.
3: Well, the task force was successful because now they're going to redesign it later next year. They'll have their new design. No more booty holes. People aren't
5: like. Putting balloons on it or (laughs) anything, (laughs) right? Sorry. Uh, What? New from the FBI Mint. (laughs) Oh, no,
3: no, no. All right. One more story here. Um, The FBI... What's going on here? Got background noise. Uh, The FBI is being sued. Two Americans are alleging the FBI lost or stole their property after seizing it through a shady process. All we know is that their property was in a box and safe before the FBI broke into the box. What's in the box? Oh, gosh. Joe Gay, an attorney for the nonprofit firm Institute for Justice, told Fox News once the FBI broke into the box... We honestly don't know exactly what happened. We don't know if they lost it. We don't know if somebody pocketed and walked away. He continued, we have no way to know. The Institute for Justice filed two lawsuits Friday on behalf of the clients who had property seized from their safety deposit boxes March 2021. FBI conducted a raid on the U.S. Private vaults, a Beverly Hills-based company. After uh, prevailing in court, the FBI agreed to uh, agreed or discovered some of their property was missing and suspected the FBI's haphazard raid or sticky fingers in the FBI were to blame. There's literally been no explanation. Pearson said, I think you have to be assumed that it's uh, simply the simplest explanation. I think is unfortunately the simplest explanation, which is it was taken by the FBI or it was lost. Mellon, a 79 year old retired civil servant. Why is this? Why'd you give me this story? Anyway, uh, I'll get through it. Uh, he invested in the precious metals which he had in that box, and the proceeds went to his wife, and they sold their Malibu home in 2002. Are uh, we going to go into their so, genealogy? So, and so what
4: what's th- the big deal? They're being sued because they lost some rare coins? Is that what happened?
3: Yeah, yeah. they don't know if the FBI stole the real co- rare coins, or somebody within the FBI did it, or it was just lost, which is highly unlikely since the coins were in a box.
4: Were you guys having a contest of who could find the more boring story?
3: That's
5: what I was thinking. What? <laughs> I, I, it's been sitting there for an hour and a half. So why I so This is a story's horrible. <laughs> Who cares? The FBI stole some stuff from these people. Uh, the anus story was much better. We should have ended on that. This
2: station is about sex, violence, and the weather. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. I like that. On 1059 Sunny FM.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,